Okay. So this is for all of my single over 30 people. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? I mean, I get it. I'm, I'm online. I'm trying all these things. But like, what happened to romance? What happened to, you know, a little bit of chivalry? Whatever happened to all of the nice things that men used to do instead of everyone asking us, what are you doing? Can I come through? Is there any real men out there at all? I don't know. Help me out. going on everybody it is coach greg adams back in here with another youtube live stream shout out to the coach gang for being here it's the wake up show part of the free agent lifestyle podcast here on the free agent lifestyle channel you're looking at the author of the free agent lifestyle and the evolution and 52 things that all men should consider prior to marriage the links are in the description box below yes i wrote a book all right, we are live in here. Great show today, man. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the myth of the good woman. Uh, this isn't to uh, put women down, ladies. I'm not here to put you down. I'm here to try to help men. All right, you thought I was gonna say I'm here to help you. I'm not here to help men, women. All right, I like you where you are. All right, this is probably the best uh, for me. All right, uh, making love between the sheets. Oh, oh, baby, ooh, ooh, baby. Baby, this is the great phase for men like me. All right, men who are living the free agent lifestyle, this is fantastic. I mean, listen, I could have got divorced somewhere around 1998. You know what I mean? And had to go back and get remarried. All right. A lot of men had to literally go back and get remarried because they didn't have an open cock carousel like we have today. I mean, today, I mean, today is insane. I mean, this is this is the, the phase that women are in today. Ladies, just let's go ahead and give the ladies a round of applause. All right. Let's give you guys a round of applause. Ladies, the late, the stage that you're in right now advantages men, older men and men with resources like no other. All right. All you got to do, all we got to do is not step in a pile of dung. All right. But we're getting peacefully thrown up at us like pancakes. It's insane in the membrane. So if you were a guy uh, that, that that listen, let me just say it like this. And for the ladies that are watching and the men that are Generation Z, uh, before Generation Z, uh, and, and the women that are watching and the older women that are watching, but you should know better, uh, there was a time men had to get married to get a piece of peace leave. <laughs> you know what I mean? They literally had to get married to get one piece of peace leave, one. And they would rush her ass down the altar, run down the aisle. And then if you didn't get married and you got a piece of peace leave. Her father came at her father came at you with a shotgun. Uh, you gonna make an honest woman out of her. You ain't just gonna take my daughter, put no babies in her. You ain't gonna take my daughter and have a rump in the hay. You gonna make an honest woman out of her. Shotgun wedding. Looks like a nice day for a white wedding. Man, this is hey, it's a white wedding time. That's what you had to do. 
You had to damn near get married, propose down on one knee, take her out, court her. I mean, dude, you had to court for, for months and months to get one piece of peace leave. Not, not today. You could just breathe on the woman. <sighs> and then she taking off her clothes. You're like, whoa. <laughs> it's fantastic. But the problem is now that we have that, there's no more marriage. All right. The marriage industry is just imploded. Now that we have that, now that we have what we have today, there's no more dating. I mean, dating is almost defunct. All right. It some people are doing it. There are some people doing it, but you don't even have to roll the red carpet out no more. <laughs> you can just be like, just meet me over at Chuck E. Cheese. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna play a couple of video games, have a couple of slices of that nasty pizza. You good? All right, let's go to the crib. <laughs> you take her out one time. You meet her outside one time. You smash and you in the sheets. Oh, oh baby. Ooh, ooh, baby, baby. You getting a freak on. Get your freak on, dude. I'm telling you, man. So with that being said, it also sucks if you're a younger guy, right? So if you're a younger guy and you're not Dexter, Tyrone, Pookie, Ray Ray, Right, you're just a lame dude. You get no peace leave. So it's kind of like it, it, it's kind of like a a real effed up scenario. But it's a it's our reality. It's our reality. And in betwixt all of this, you got a lot of women going. Well, I'm a good woman. So why am I still single? You know what I'm saying? I'm available. I'm a good woman. Why ain't nobody snatching me up? Now here's the thing. Here's the thing, bro. These people are out of their mind. All right. They're they're making you believe by just saying they're available and good that you should be marrying them. All right. Like the, the clip that I opened up with, the woman's like, what? What's going on here? Are there any real men left? This is the delusion that we're going to beat uh, out of these men today. I'm going to beat it out of you. Ladies, you guys keep do ladies do what you're doing. I ain't trying to help you at all. All right, ladies, I ain't trying to help y'all at all. All right. I, I want y'all to keep running into this nosedive. All right. Or keep nosediving, not running into it. I want you to keep running into this wall, and I want you to keep nosediving. Stay, stay the course. You guys are fully invested. All right. If you want to maintain your delusion to say, oh, there's still good women out here, I, we're, we, we're going to settle it because I'm going to give you the criteria of what it is to be good. All right. What it is to be good. Now, ladies, I, I it's kind of like this is going to be. I know the ladies are watching this. I know they watch me. I know they ninja watch me. First of all, look at my chocolatey skin. I mean, that's enough to make them envious by themselves. You know what I mean? Look at my skin. Sometimes I get a little bit of a breakout here and there, but look at my skin, ladies. Look at that chocolatey skin. Oh, my gosh. Don't you guys wish? I mean, you guys got to put on pounds of foundation to look like this. All I did was just brush my beard. All right? I just combed my beard out this morning. I barely put a hot rag on my face. I just was like, wipe the cold out my eye. See who was this page of me and why. And I showed up on screen. Hey, ladies that do this content, they got a full, a full face, of, face of makeup to put come on the screen. I just literally just was like, all right, let me make a video. <laughs> so I know you watching me. You're like, damn, how does he get his skin so beautiful? How old is this guy? He's got a great beard, but his skin looks flawless. Black don't crack. <laughs> so, ladies, this is what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> the most point that I'm going to tell you here. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. I'm not here to help you. I'm not here to judge you. Only God can judge you. I'm just going to make the best use of you as I can. <laughs> All right. Keep doing what you're doing, ladies. And for the ladies that are like, coach, tell me how to be a good woman. I'm listening. 
All right, I'm going to give you the stages. And this is more for the men, but we're going to give you the stages that you're going to go through. And then we're going to tell you what stage you need to cash it in. We're going to give you the criteria that men decide on what makes a good woman. Men decide what makes a good woman. You can't nickname yourself, ladies. You can't cry. You can't judge yourself. I mean, you can if you want to. You can't be like, I'm a good woman. No, no, you're a good woman to you, all right, based on your own standards. But the same thing for me. I can't hear. I can't be out here kicking and screaming because women are going to say, well, this is the standard of a high value man. And then I don't fit it. I'm like, well, that's her standard. If that's what she wants, if that's what she believes she can get, more power to her. I can't kick and scream when they make standards. So when ladies have standards, I always tell you that's what it is, guys. I mean, even if you believe it's delusional, let them roll with it. All right. They'll figure it out on their own. Let's get to the super chats and then we'll get into the show. We're going to kick all of this off. Uh, I am cheesed is back in the build. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I got Ricky Webster back in the building. This is the first super chat that I see. He says, coaching the coach gang and simping and beta manginas down. Coaching the coach gang up. And he says, simping and beta manginas down. French toast props do. Appreciate you. The black blur, coach, this is easy. You got to go up the street, past the crack house, make a left turn over at Blockbuster, then do a U-turn at McDonald's. You offer Kaylee a fistful of 20s while saying, uh, while she's saying, Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> that is the beautiful thing. we. That's the beautiful time we live in. All right. You know, even even then, you know, there's always been working girls. You know what I mean? We always had flappers. You know what I'm saying? Girls doing the Charleston and all of that stuff. Then we had girls back in the 50s and the 60s doing the twist. You know, running around talking about Johnny be good. You know, we had those girls. And then you had progressing to the girls doing push it and biker shorts. And then you had the girls out here doing a stanky leg and pop locking and dropping it and all of that. So, I mean, we've had the girls out here. We've always had that. And those girls have always been very good for married men. But now they're very good for single men. All right. I mean, it is the best time. Now it's a great time. You could just call, you could just get on an app, swipe, 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 and they come on over right here. I got money. You can line them up. All right, Warhammer says, always treat them like they are the police. <laughs> this is true. They are they are police investigation, all right? Whatever you turn over to them will be state's evidence. Whatever you disclose to them will be state's evidence at some particular point. So you better chill when you're giving them information. I don't disclose a lot of information about myself, all right? I, I really have a strategy on how I deal with women. It's not a dating strategy. It's not a mating strategy. It's not a hookup strategy. It's not like something. I mean, I could probably sell it, uh, but it's very standard. I mean, I give them uh, the vital information. If everybody, if people are really nosy, I don't deal with them. I'm like, you really nosy. You don't need to know me that good. You probably not going to know me past 30 days. And if you do, it ain't going to be an intimate know me. right? You know what I mean? You're going to know just enough. You're going to know what I tell you. I'm not going to sit here, but see that it's a strategy. It's a way to deal with them. I don't know, man. It works for me for now. Elijah Bryant. He says, I, I am a nasty man. He says, I'm a nasty man in here. Shout out to the nasty boys in the building. It's good. If you're nasty, 
All right, Simon Small, thank you, sir. And he says, unboxing. Ladies love cool C. Bad boys attract good girls. Nice guys attract bad girls. And the leftovers of bad boys. And and that's you. If you're a nice guy, if you're a good man, let's just say you're a good man. It's going to be difficult for you for a long time. I wrote this in my book, The Evolution. Um, it's going to be tough for you. You're really going to have to really go through some challenging times with women. And it's going to work against your nature. Okay. Your nature is going to want to hop on every woman, hop on every opportunity. And your nature also is to be, want to be uh, a provider. You want to do what's best. You want to show her you can do for her. I can do for you. And, and a lot of times you won't have the money, but what you really want to do is this. Yeah. You really, really get after that leg. That's what you really want to do with women. But see, if you're a good, if you're a nice guy, if you're a good man, you got to go through different type of manipulation to get that one thing. Now, if you're a bad guy, a Pookie, a Ray Ray type of thing, Chad, Tyrone, not, Chad and Tyrone aren't bad guys. They just have either genetic lottery or charisma, right? Or they have a talent that elevates them. So Chad and Tyrone aren't the bad guy. Pookie and Ray Ray are the bad guy. But if you're either one of those guys, you don't need that type of manipulation, right? You don't need that type of manipulation. You're, you're already going to be successful in getting what you want for a moment. And then all of a sudden that success can collapse by making a mistake with one of them. In essence, then if you're the nice guy, it's going to take you longer. We call this slow pimping. <laughs> this is going to be slow pimping. Right. You slow pimp your way to peace leave. And it could take you years to perfect the slow pimping craft. Now, most women don't think you're slow pimping. They think you're a nice guy. They think you're the good man. All right. What happened? Where did all the men? Go? And they're like, oh, what happened to the jerks? All right. You're not one of these jerks. But essentially, you're doing the same thing the jerks are doing, but longer. You're doing it for a longer time. Right. And you're you're allowing her to do to you what the jerks didn't allow to be done to them. And so you're just taking and absorbing it. Right. You're absorbing all her BS, all her nonsensical conversation, all of her what she uh, what she calls communication, which is mostly one sided, which is mostly her talking to you or her asking questions to you. You're absorbing it. The jerk doesn't absorb it. And so you. Your strategy is I'm going to absorb all the blows. I'm going to take all the hits. I'm going to pay for all the dates. I'm going to I'm going to smile and nod. That's slow pimping, right? Or in, in essence, simping. Slow pimping is the same as fast pimping. It, it because because the results are this. This is the end result, whether you fast pimp or slow pimp. <laughs> This end up being the result. You that's what both that's what all men are trying to do. They're trying to ultimately get to this particular point right here. That's all this is right here. But at some point, you're worn down by the time you got it. You showed up at her house at 9:30 and she ain't laid on her back until like 2:30 or 3 because she had to listen to her small talk uh not in <laughs> But the fast pip, the jerks, the Chad's Tyrones they slid right in. The, they, they walked in the door and they just grabbed her. Come here. They just started making out at the door and slowly just wiggled their way, side shuffled their way to the bedroom. 
or he walked into the door, grabbed her hand, let's go. All right. Facing the pillow in T minus 35 seconds. It's, it's what it is. And it's a strategy that guys ultimately learn over time, right? You to know a lot of women that claim they're good women have had guys that, yeah, she, you either, she comes to your house in a trench coat naked underneath or with no panties on, right? Or, or you show up at your house and she's already in a towel. I mean, you, you, you just, if you've never been there, that means you're a slow pimp. That means you ain't have it like that. That means you're not Chad or Tyrone, Dexter. That means you're not Pookie and Ray Ray. Okay? That means you had to show up. She was like, oh, let me grab my keys. <laughs> oh, I guess we're going out. Yeah, oh, okay. Then you got to walk out, go to the restaurant, wait, wait for the reservation. Oh, your reservation's called. Y'all sit down, wait for the menus, appetizers, drinks, get the menu back, wait for the food to deliver, eat the food, pack it up. Walk back to your car, drive back home talking, get back home. You want a glass of wine? Sure. All right. Sit there, drink, nod and still. Eventually, this is what you wanted to do, but it took you three hours to get there. <laughs> it, took you, it took you three, four, five hours. And then somebody, sometime at the end, yeah, Tyrone texted her in the meantime. All right. Sometimes you don't even get up to the room. She'd be like, oh, I had a nice time, but my belly aching. Oh, thank you, man. <laughs> show up, Tyrone still showing up, bruh. <laughs> Slow pimping ass dude. Slow pimping ass dude. So you're either one or the other. Six hours later, you're like, oh, maybe I'll get a piece if I just sit here and nod the whole time. Oh, yeah, 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 uh-huh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I walked in the door. And I just grabbed her hand. Come on, let's go to the back. Where are we going? You know what's going to happen. Facing the pillow. Ass up. Toot it. Toot ass up. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Let's go. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, boy, look at the time. Looks like it's time to go. I'll see you later. <laughs> oh, man. The things men go through. <laughs> oh, man, here he goes. <laughs> Shout out to Esteban. We still do a super chat. Shout out to Esteban Leon. He says, stay up, coach. Yes, indeed. Red Pill Reyes says, shout out to you and the entire coach gang. I am a nasty boy. Shout out to you. The nasty boys in the building. All right, Mr. Frugal in the building. Thank you, sir, for the $5, Mr. Frugal. All right, uh, Freddie Frappuccino. Slow pimpin equals game guys PUA. Uh-huh. Handle this objection. Handle that objection. I ain't no. I mean, sales guys, some PUAs come from sales background, which for sure um, they understand because I, you know, I have a sales background as well. I've gone through several sales training in real estate and car sales. And, um, you know, I've had sales jobs before uh, recruiting. I recruited for universities. So I knew what to say. I hear when they're selling you these courses, I'm not trying to ruin their game. Um, they're they're. They're basically formatted like sales courses. So they probably look at a sales course and they take the verbiage and they just translate it to dating because sales and dating is very similar. All right. So when you talk about handling objections, that's a sales tactic, right? That's people that that's what you learn in sales. You have to know what the what the goofy buyer is going to uh, come in and say before they even say it. The buyers are all going to say the same thing. Oh, I'm just looking. <laughs> Hi, hello, hello, sir. Can I help you? Oh, I'm just looking. All right, you got to be able to overcome that objection. I don't know. You know, I just, 
not the time to buy it, maybe in three months. All right, you got to overcome that objection. Well, I won't test drive the vehicle today. Maybe I'm just looking at it. Maybe I'll test drive it tomorrow or I'll be back tomorrow. Or trust me, I'll be back. What you have to understand is buyers are liars. Buyers are liars. All right, we learned that in real estate. Buyers are liars. They're going to lie their way around. Oh, you know what? I'm looking to buy in a month. I'll come back and I'll look for you. I know you're a commissioned salesperson. I'll look for you. You come back in a month. They ask, talking to another salesperson. You're like, hey, that was my sale. It ain't, it ain't your sale today. <laughs> oh, hey, I remember I talked to you a month ago. I'm Well, you weren't here or I didn't see you. So I start working with this salesperson. He's getting the commission, but hey, you're a nice guy. Thanks for showing me the car and test driving me around. This is what happens with women. They do the same thing. Oh, I knew you were interested. I really didn't know if you were interested, interested. Thanks for taking me out on a date, but I'm getting my insides pushed on my esophagus by Tyrone because he was here. I didn't see you. You didn't call. You weren't interested. <laughs> yeah, always be closing. When, when, when a PUA says always be closing, that is a sales tactic. You learn that in sales training. All right, that is always be closing, dude. I mean, that's, so you have to understand when you talk about pickup game and artists, they get their direct, they get their direct programming from salespeople. It's a sales coach. It's a sales coach program, 100%. The program that I sell, I made up a lot of it, but then it has also come from listening to other Red Pill content creators when I was learning. Right. And so then I was like learning. I saw what works for me. I was like, oh, that don't work for me. OK, this is that. And then I made my own version of it. But it is a conglomeration of what people have done before me. Predecessors. There's no re there's no reason. Uh, goofy, immature people will say copy. All right. But these people have donated these ideas and then you formulate your own idea and then you create it. Right. So anyway. Uh, I got to do the. Um, I got to do the cash apps. XL Pro Services always. Thank you, sir. Save yourself, men. Silver Fox says, thanks, coach. Free agent. Uh, lifestyle in the land of Kaylee in the United Kingdom. Shout out to the Kayleys, I tell you. God bless them. God bless those basic broads here. Uh, the basic women, not broads. Basic women. Um, uh, Loud Pocket says, for ham, the ham and egg fund. Shout out to the ham and eggers out here. And uh, Linkston, I want to acknowledge Linkston again because he might not have heard me on yesterday's afternoon stream, but Linkston did sponsor as well as Marcus did co-sponsor yesterday. So I want to get them. And now we're into the show. Thank you for going through that, sitting through all of that. I have to acknowledge the people who contribute to the show. All right, let's get into it. We're talking about the good women. I know people want to know there's women out here that say they're good women. They say, and listen, I want to be 100% honest. There are always going to be a crop of good women that are out there. Always. I mean, dude, they're out there. And what we get, we get, we get misled because there's a vocal minority of loud women that are ruining it for the other women, right? So um, I will tell you that there's always going to be, listen, every year there's a group of eight, uh, girls that turn 18 every year. And no matter what race of women you like, they're going to be a set of good women out there that come from that group right at their age 18. They walk across a high school stage, they get their diploma and they are, there's some good women in that crop. There's some good marriageable women in that crop. 
So the truth is that there are good women. But, 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 you knew there was a but. You knew there was a but. Ladies, you knew there was a but. There's always a but. You have a but. But, 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 but most don't stay on the market very long. Now, this is where we're going to get the come to Jesus moment. See, availability doesn't equate the good. And what time, what happens is a woman will say she's a good woman and she'll say something like this. And I'm going to show you here what uh, an example of a person who believes they're good because they're available, but she's going to describe us that she's an Owen. That means she has no success. She's always been, she's always the victim and she's had no success and she's been getting ran over and trampled the entire time. And thus she's not a good woman, but listen to her. I'm almost 26 years old, and I live alone, have no friends, never been to a party, cheated on in every serious relationship I've ever been in, and life is just really lonely. Just another holiday, I'm by myself. Now, this woman is per... She's putting out that she's a good woman, but it's the guys that ran over her, despite the fact... She's the common denominator. She has probably done something or failed in some sort of way that has allowed her to get ran over and make herself available constantly. She says, I don't party. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do none of these things, but I'm a good woman. Mm -mm -mm. Availability does not equate to good. Being victimized in previous relationships and choosing the wrong mate during critical times of your development doesn't equate to good. Saying that every guy has cheated on you and, and you came out of this smelling like roses does not equate to good. And so thus, if we allow women to create their own definition of I'm a good woman, then this would be the definition right here. She would say, well, hey, listen, it was their fault. It was their fault. All right. But it's your fault. You're the common denominator in this. Okay, so back to what the point is, there are good women, women out here, but most of them get snapped up quickly. They don't come out here floating, getting ramrodded, getting carouseled, enjoying their time, living their good life. And then all of a sudden, uh, somebody swoops them up. Nope, they get swooped up pretty quickly. Some of them get divorced, though. And the reason why they get swooped up is because men see great value in them very early. And that could be men of all ages. So let's say she walks across the high school stage and she shows up at Texas Christian University, SMU, Rice. Okay. There's going to be somebody on that campus that swoops her up and locks her ass down. Freshman year. Not even the first semester's over. Locked her down, and they be in a relationship from freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior. And then they get engaged somewhere senior year or postgraduate year. She ain't seen hide no hair of the carousel. Now, she might have sucked a salami or two on the way there, but she got snapped up. I'm going to show you an example of it. She got snapped up. She didn't bang the damn defensive backfield. She didn't get her first uh first carousel ride, her first she didn't get she didn't learn along the way. She knew uh 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 I'm gonna be right here. She got snapped up. 
There was no playing no games. There was no, oh, we're just going to hang out with the girls. Oh, I'm going to go to the bars. No. Now, she might have go went to, went with the bars, but the women she hooked, uh, went with, they were all the good women that got snapped up. They got snapped up. It didn't last long. Now, let's say she got to her postgraduate year. She came out age 22, 23, 24 with her degree in hand, and she got snapped up by somebody between the age of uh, 25 and 40. Snapped. Snapped up. It didn't last long. Gone. So in the marketplace of good women, 70% of them got snapped up immediately, immediately, right? They were gone, long gone. They ain't floating around. They ain't moving from state to state, ocean to ocean, busting them up while the tour bus keeps coasting. They ain't doing none of that. Shout out to AMG for that lyric. They not backpacking through Europe. They not studying abroad, banging their way through Spain. They are going intentionally, I'm getting snapped up. So the good women that are out there, 70% of them get snapped up immediately. Now they'll get, a good portion of them will get divorced and they will end up out here. And I'm going to tell you what's going to happen to them when we go through the stages. But let's just get this right. And I'm going to be fair to the ladies that are watching this. Our society seems to not reward good women anyway. So this gives them a reason to not be good. So in all fairness, in the world we live today, what is the reward to be a good woman? What is the reward? What are you actually getting? Now, if people, if a woman's wise in her early stages that we're going to get to, if she's wise, she will recognize the reward without having to learn the hard way. Now, some of them got to learn the hard way. We're going to, we always play clips of showing you they learn the hard way, but what is the actual reward? Now, many of them, if they're smart, they know they're going to get married and they'll get the white picket fence, the house, the Labrador retriever, 2.2 kids and blah, 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 family nights and all of that stuff. And these are the blue chip mindset people. They don't, they are very curious about the carousel per se. They might have tempted themselves. They might think about it, but they're not this type of girl right here. And of course, you know, when you go to the community, uh, these women have already tempted themselves in the carousel, so they know it's already out there, and they're always tempted to go back. Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You'll be in these what? <laughs> I believe the dudes should be tied up in these streets. Now, the Bible teaches you that Women that have, that have experienced the carousel will always be ready to go back to the carousel, even if they go through a stage of I'm a good woman. Right. And so that's the transformational phase where she said, hey, I had my 304 phase. Now, I, you know what I mean? Now I want the stability. But she'll always remember Dexter. She'll always remember answering the door and getting banged out on her knees in front of the door in the patio. Right. So she remembers those days. So it's always calling her back. That's the danger of getting with someone who is a reformed good girl, a repackaged good girl. That's the danger. She already knows uh, that, that that's available to her and she will miss that, okay? And it will lead her back there. So there's a difference between curious and experienced it and the experienced ones will run right back to it. But in fairness, our society doesn't seem to reward good women. If you made yourself a good woman, the only one that actually got rewarded as a good woman was uh, Aisha Curry. There's some women that try to do this online and they would they they'll make themselves traditional conservatives. Lauren Southern for a minute was painted that way. 
um, until, you know, she opened her mouth wrong once or twice and then lost a lot of her audience as a result, right? And so you will position yourself as traditional conservative, but you'll get roasted, all right? Women will roast you. And let's be frank, women are probably worse to good women than men. Women treat good women worse. They'll treat them like they're making the wrong choice. They'll treat them like they're losing their independence. They'll treat them like you're going to be a slave. If a woman comes out, oh, I'm going to get married at 22 and start having a family. They'll talk them out of it. Oh, no, girl, don't do that. The 304s will talk them out of it. So they think men are doing the women wrong, but women do their own kind wrong when they try to walk the path of righteousness and good and virtue. So people are getting praised now. Women are praised for being trashy. Women are rewarded attention for being sexual, right? Low ball, low, low ball sexual uh, innuendos, comments, um, jiggle your booty uh, or bending over for no reason. You know what I mean? I, I was watching a, a video this morning and I was like, what is this video? It was a black woman squatting to pick up cans out of the um, at the grocery store, but she was squatting as to accentuate her her rump. There was no purpose of the video. The comments were turned off. And I'm going, but see, it had a lot of views because people are addicted to this sexualization of the woman, of the objectification of the woman. So the good woman can't objectify herself. She either refuses to, she don't has the tools to, or she tries to say, I'm going to walk the path of virtue and righteousness. I'm going to be a Proverbs 31, right? She gets no reward. She gets no DMs. Aisha Curry complained about this. Nobody gives me attention because she's looking like a good woman. We have OnlyFans and sugar sites in all kinds of ways, Instagram, Snapchat. We have all kinds of ways for women to walk down the road of uh, debauchery. And they get rewarded for it. But the devil comes with their receipt when, the, when it's too late because then they'll try to uh, metamorphosize themselves, if that's a word, into a good woman again. Oh, I'm going to be, a, I'm going to go through a metamorphosis of transitioning back to a good woman. Well, now they're finding out men aren't going for that. There are some men that are. Most men are not. Now, they might think the simps are going for it, but the simps are just slow pimping, as we talked about earlier. The simps are just deciding to use slow pimp game on you. And so you think, hey, these nice simps, I'm going to uh, manipulate them and take advantage of them, but they're just going to use slow pimp. They want the same thing the other guys did, okay? That's all that's happening here. All right, so another few points, and I'm going to do some super chats. Now, there's a thing we call metamorphosis or change lanes or repackage. Our society today allows women to change lanes without penalty, okay? And so there's no penalty for being... Let, let me just say, let's put up the disclaimer before we get into this, because there's people here that don't know that this is a truth-seeking show. We provide truth and information for men to make good judgments for their life and lifestyle. We don't denigrate women or put them down. We describe them. If I describe you in a way that you don't agree with, well, then you need to look in the mirror, or you might have to say, I'm the exception to the rule. Okay? I'm the exception to the rule. He's not talking about me. As they say, I think Obsidian used to say something like that. If the shoe fits, I know he didn't say if the shoe, he didn't create it, but he used to say something similar to that back in the day. But like if the shoe fits, wear it. If it doesn't apply to you, let it fly. That's what he used to say. 
If it doesn't apply, let it fly. I think Obsidian, shout out to Obsidian, by the way. Another great, great content creator that I grew up on in my walk in the Red Pill. If it doesn't apply, let it fly. So in this situation here, because I, ladies, I can't see you. You might be saying, I'm a good woman. You're beating the screen. I can't see you. All right. I don't know who you are. We're just talking, speaking in general. But let me go into this. Our society allows women to change lanes and metamorphose and go through a metamorphosis, even when you saw clearly them riding the carousel. Even then when you saw clearly they had failed relationship after failed relationship after failed relationship. You saw it clearly on Facebook, her go in and out of relationships. You saw her go in and out of marriages. You saw her blow up and do 10-year, 20-year challenges and saw her gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, keep the weight on. All right? And then they want you to ignore everything and then come back, I'm still a good woman. Right? And we can see clearly, I saw the path you walked in. I saw the party years. I saw the stuff you did on TikTok. I saw the stuff you did on Facebook. I saw it on Instagram. I saw you. I saw you chase Dexter's, Chad's, and Tyrone's. I saw you get in relationships with them. So you thought. And then I saw you erase all the photos. I saw it. <laughs> and now you're going to say, but I'm still a good woman. Guys don't approach me. You know, it's, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. So there used to be a penalty for a person that changed lanes. Run around Sue. All right. Run around Sue never got married. There used to be penalties that say, you ain't never going to find a husband. Like, you ain't never going to get married. Or right, if you do this, if you have that baby as a single mama, your, your life is done. There used to be a penalty for that. I don't know if you young guys remember it, but, but not too long ago in our history, if a young girl between the ages of teenage years and 20 got pregnant, she would disappear from your space. And back then, disappearing meant you just went 350 miles south, all right? That's all you did. You just went 350 miles south. And back then, going south or going somewhere not in your little place in Louisville, Kentucky, meant a lot of things. You're like, where did they go? You know what I mean? It was like they were in space. <laughs> and then she showed back up. Jane. What happened? Where did you go? Oh, I had appendicitis. I got sick. I caught mononucleosis. I visited my aunt in Argentina. Like, where did you go? Eh, she was gone for six whole months, came back, and her mama had a baby. Oh, my mama had a baby. You were like, I saw your mama all last year. I ain't never seen her pregnant. Never seen her pregnant, but she got a baby. And the, and, and the teenage daughter or the 20-year-old woman disappeared off the face of the earth. You were like, where did she go? She went down south to deliver that baby. And now it's the, the grandma serves as the mom, which they got teenage kids and a baby. <laughs> like, why would she have a baby at 40, at 40? Why would she have a baby at 40 when all her kids are teenagers? And you don't put two and two together. And the reason why she did that was because if she did admit that she was a teenage pregnant pregnancy or had a pregnancy at 18 or 19, she would be done off the marketplace for good. There was no selling her to the best bidder. She would be done. Those times have changed now. And the reason this changes is because they keep convincing you that this is okay. 
it's okay if she's excess of weight. Doesn't mean she's not healthy. This is the new portrait of fitness. Guys, this is going to be a lie, but they're trying to sell you. And normally you will start with black men. They were like, we'll just convince the black guys that this is right. And they'll start with the black guys, right? Because mm. you ain't got no other choice. Take it or leave it. All right. And once the black guys bite, then they'll like, we can sell it to everybody else. Then They'll say, single mothers, it's okay. Here she is. <laughs> And you'll bite. Okay. Oh, save, save the, save the community. One stepfather at a time. Got it. I'm doing a righteous thing. I'm saving these kids from shooting rappers. Mm. And you'll bite. Right. And so then they'll say divorce women, divorce women. They were victims the entire time. The men ran over them. These were good women until they turned the man turned her bad. And she had to file for divorce to escape abuse, neglect, too many working hours, blah, blah, blah. But she's still a good woman. Fight. And you'll bite. Change lanes until she divorces you. What happened? Oh, well, this is what happened to the first one. So our society allows this lane changing, this metamorphosis, this constant repackaging and reselling yourself and reinventing yourself. And then we're supposed to be like, ignore all the past. Ignore everything. And then just go with what we have. So this is what's happening. And we allow them to define what's good as opposed to us defining what's good. And that's where it needs to be fair. So let me do the super chats. We're going to talk about criterias. <laughs> Criteria of a good woman. Not a lot of you guys. And if you're just joining me, if you're just joining me, I'm going to repeat this. There are good women out here. There are good women. Yes. But 70% of them are snapped up before the age of 22. 70% or better are snapped up before the age of 22. And you know who snapped them up? White guys. <laughs> the white guys get first call, all right, in our society. Y'all can be bad at that. Y'all can be like, oh, you Uncle Tom and Coonan again, all right, and shuffling. But in our society, in America, as, as long as you're messing with America, the white guys get first call. All right, then everybody else falls in line. Now, if it's Asian women, even white guys probably still get first call, but Asian women will still try to get with their Asian men. All right. And where this happens mostly is at the universities. This is why kind of university becomes important. University becomes important is because it is the last time that you will be in your age cohort to pick from the top in your age group in the history of your life. In the history of your life, it's the last time. Once you exit college, now you're with an open age cohort. Once you get into careers, school, education, now everybody you socialize with is no longer in your age group. You're now in the world. So now the snapping up becomes different. Now you're choosing against men not in your 20s anymore. Men in their 30s and 40s are putting their hat in the game. So if you're a guy on the college campus, that's the last, that's the, and if you're a woman on a college campus, that's the last call for men in your age group. Once you enter into the world, it becomes open. It's open season on your ass. And now, now the black guys get a chance and the black and the Mexicans get a chance. Everybody gets a chance to snap you up. It's crazy. Um, We're going to talk about that in the stages where we at. And for black women that go to college, 
this is when they get, and most women, most women, this is when they get indoctrinated and convinced that they have time. Okay, this is where, this is where you really have to be on your P's and Q's. Yeah, the rappers and the athletes get first dibs too, but that, that's not a way they need to go, all right? That's going to be a trap if they start choosing from the athletes and rappers. More than likely, it's going to be a trap. Not for all, though. Some girls can play their hand right. For instance, Trey Young, um, Steph Curry. Um, there's another guy, uh, Patrick Mahomes. See, their wives snapped. They held on. They didn't ride the carousel. They held on tight. Even when those guys were probably cheating on her, she held on tight. So those girls on college, they snapped the guy up and they stayed with the guy. All right, sometimes it works out. Now, the girls that got their insides pushed to their esophagus in the college dorm, that don't work out for them. You, you see what I mean? All right, so let's get into this, man. Uh, Super Chats. Slow, did I get Freddie Frappuccino? Slow pimping equals the gang guys in PUAs. Yes, that is slow pimping. Get, uh, gym status, most men don't hit the lottery or get a unicorn. That's why I enjoy my time with them and release them back into the wild. Get fit, get money, free agent lifestyle. Uh, yeah, most guys don't hit the lottery. They don't get a unicorn. The only way you would do it as a guy, let's just say I wanted to find a unicorn. All right. I would have to honor the stage of a woman's metamorphosis. If I'm 35 and I finally say I'm at the point in my life where I have leverage, I would literally take my ass right back to the junior college. And men have to get to the point where they have to do because rich men do this. You ever heard of the term trophy wife, right? Rich men have no problem realizing at age 52 after a divorce to not marry another 52-year-old woman. <laughs> you literally, those guys literally go backwards and go get a 24-year-old girl. At 52, they go all the way back because they know. Now, is it going to work out for them all the time? No, but they know they won't. They will snap up another older woman. It ain't, why do that? But a lot of guys, you're uncomfortable with that. A lot of people are stuck in these American ideas of age and, oh, you should be with somebody your age. And boy, I'm telling you, once you kick that and release that from your life, you'll be able to be free. And, and, and to be fair, in Europe, in South America, in Africa, in Asia, they don't have this age stuff here. That's another one of those things that they make you, because I described it, this weight thing, this divorce thing, this uh, reform, born-again Christian. And then age is another thing that allows women to switch lanes and they come back, oh, I'm 40, 45 is the new 25. Okay, no, no, no. I want a real 25. I don't want no new 25. I want the real 25. <laughs> and then they'll call you names. Oh, you, yeah, in the Middle East? Oh, you just, oh, my God, you look robbing the cradle. Yes, I I know where the value is, and I admit it, and I'm fully comfortable with it. I don't have to defend it, all right? I've tried this 40-year-old woman stuff, and it's a waste of time. It's, only a, it's, a, it's a waste of time, and I heard the sob stories of how you got divorced twice and all that, and how you were a single mom and you had to do it all your own. No, no, I don't want to hear another day of one of them stories. I'm not going to sit across with another woman to hear. Another, I got it already. You still a good woman, yeah. <laughs> they be out here crack, cracking me up. All right. No, no, no. I'll just go right down to the junior college. Forget it. Go get them when they fresh right off the damn market. 
Shinobi Styles says, true Chad and Tyrone's not only got themselves the sleeve, but it ain't no fun unless the homie got some. They are for the streets. In these streets. Chad and Tyrone's are a victim of their own circumstance. We People think we hate Chad and Tyrone. No, you know, and then sometimes you think you want to be Chad and Tyrone. I mean, you could try it. It ain't as easy as it sounds. It ain't as easy as it sounds. But uh, Chad and Tyrone, they, they actually... You know, they actually don't realize what's going on. They don't know their Chad and Tyrone. They just think this is how it really works. And then they hop on uh, YouTube and they'll be like six foot four, chiseled on stone, abs, square jaw. Nice, clear eyes, no red eyes, no jaundice looking. All right. They sitting out here doing abs and push-ups with one hand. Oh, guys, why can't you get girls? I'll teach you guys. Forget about it. Don't listen to the others. I'm the authority on this. I'll teach you how to get girls with ease. And you're sitting there like this. You sitting there with your belly all up. You sitting in your drawers in your mama's house. Okay. Smoking weed. Playing video games. You all out of shape. And you're listening to this dude. And you're like, you're five foot five. You, you are as tall as you are wide. You're sitting there. You got a, you pee sitting down. You listening to this dude like, you're really telling me how to get your, stop. Mm. Chat, sit your ass down. You don't even realize. Yeah, just be yourself. Just be confident. Bro, I'm not, I'm not you. You know what I'm saying? Let's trade. Let's trade bodies for a second. I'll be just as successful. It's crazy. So Chad's and Tyrone's don't realize they're Chad and Tyrone's because they get rejected too. They, they face rejection, so they overcome rejection by being Chad and Tyrone, right? And then they think that that's how they got over. Now, you got put over because you had excessively good other qualities that allowed women to at least let you get a foot in the door. Most guys don't have that, and they have to work for that. So, in essence, what I'm telling the Chad and Tyrone guys is, your message should be you got to work for it. And that's one thing I will give some of those guys that I, they might think I have a beef with them. They are telling you to do the work, which is absolutely true. They're not telling you to lean on your chat and tire, get a foot in the door, work. How, how do you work by getting a foot in the door? You do got to do some work, all right? And so I do appreciate the guys that tell you, you got to get your part done first before you go out there. The confidence thing, yes, that might help some. Most of y'all guys in your draws ain't going to get it right. right? Y'all ain't going to get it right. Anyway, uh, Feast or Famine says, don't believe the hype. Pergamy, got to get my bag and run. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> Jim Stoutis says, uh, those who don't hit the like button will be cursed with being a stepdaddy. Hit the like button. Hey, man, we got 17,000 people watching it here. We should at least have... Um, 800 likes. Let's get to 850. He says, get fit, get money. Love you, coach. Free agent for life. Speak my mind, says, for today's morning service, Reverend, Reverend C.G. Adams. Yes, sir. Last one, Reese Williams. Last two, Reese Williams says, damn, coach is back on the live stream again so he can focus on his career, right? So I could focus on my career. Gotta get my bag and he run. Said, this guy's <laughs> nuclear powered. The coach train don't stop, baby. I'm trying to teach you guys. I'm trying to show you by example. Uh, once the train moves, 
it's gone. I'm gone. All right. I've been telling people in my life that for the whole time. All right. Once this train leaves the station, it starts moving like a locomotive, faster than a locomotive. Once it picks up speed, there ain't nothing that's going to stop me. Not even a Rona. My whole damn family done had the Rona right up under me. <laughs> I still ain't caught the damn thing. I'm like, what the hell? I've been trying to catch the Rona since April 2020. I've been trying to catch the damn thing. One day I'm going to catch it to be like. <laughs> but I ain't scared of the damn thing. By the time I catch it, it's going to be the super duper sniffles. My kids done had the Rona. My kids that had the Rona living, sitting up under me, bro. I've been wrestling with my son. He didn't have the Rona. My daughter didn't have the Rona. Hey, baby, how you giving her the? They came up. I got the Rona. Took him to the place. Damn, y'all positive? I'm like, let me go on and take a test. Still ain't got it. Mm. <laughs> like, what the world? What in the hell is going on? So I says, you party already caught it. I did one of those. Um, what are those called? Uh, antibodies test. And they said, I didn't have it. So I'm like, what the hell? All right, by the time I catch it, bro, it's going to be crazy, man. I told my daughter, I was like, man, hey, man, I'm a healthy man. I'm a healthy man. All right? I'm not saying, look, I'm talking all this shit, then I'm going to catch it. <laughs> I'm going to come on, y'all, damn, it was tougher than I thought. But that's what happens when you don't. Remember, they kept telling you all you had to have four. What do they call it? Four? For uh, whatever, I can't, I can't even think of the words. I'm healthy, bro. I was in the healthy cohort. I don't have four pre-existing conditions. I got zero pre-existing conditions. The only closest pre-existing conditions I have is uh, age. I'm at the low end of the spectrum, low end of the high risk. Y'all on your fourth booster. And literally, I've been out here reckless. I've been out here like Chad boning girls with no condoms, all right, at the sorority house. I've been out here living reckless and wild, traveling, no mask 99% of the time. I've been out here like, <laughs> I've been out here like, <sighs> can't catch the damn thing. Yeah, comorbidities. I got zero comorbidities. I've been working out, healthy, flexing, doing my push-ups, running. I've been raw dog in life. I've been raw dog in life. I don't suggest that you do this, by the way, because some of y'all ain't healthy. Somebody says cigar smoking, Porsche riding. I'm out here. I've been taking life face in the pillow ass tooted up trying to catch the damn thing <laughs> my whole damn house caught it i'm sitting here like i'm doomed to catch this damn thing i've been out here kissing slobbing swapping spit with girls still nothing girl left my house last week text me i think i got the rona she took a test tested positive i said i'm sure i got it with what i was doing i was like i've got to have it took the test negative I was like, damn. <laughs> the way she was licking me up and down, I was like, she got the hat, gave it to me. I was like, she, I definitely got it. We were swapping juices up in this damn place. Took it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. 
Look, next time I get it, it's going to be the worst version of it. It's going to be the worst one. No, oh, I finally caught your ass. I told you. Guys, you you guys have been praying and praying for my downfall for this, and it ain't happened yet. It's going to make a good-ass video if I catch it and die. Because <laughs> go, y'all going to roll back. Y'all going to edit all these videos up. Look at this fool. We told his ass, but y'all been saying that for two years. Pray and pray for my downfall. What the hell, man? All right, anyway, last one. Celeste Reyes, shout out to you, sister. He says, she says, I'm 22, and my 60-year-old single mom says I'm too young to get married. Met my boyfriend's parents this weekend, and they've been married for 30-plus years. Hey, Celeste, Celeste has been here for a long time. We're going to tell you. We're going to tell you why they sabotage you. Young women, I want you to watch out. He says, at this rate, coach going to get the clap before he get the coof, for sure. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be in the STD factory by the time I. Oh, man. Uh, but Celeste, we're going to talk about how people sabotage you and how they tell you you have time. Let's get into it. Let's get into it right here. Um, it's crazy. But I don't, I don't want to minimize this. Some people do get it, and it's tough, right? It is tough for sure. I, I, but I, I'm just saying, it's just been weird. It's been a weird experience for me. Uh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the stages. We're going to get in here. Then we'll end with probably what criteria is that a woman should meet. Guys, ladies, you there, you have to have a criteria. I know you guys want to fight. I know you want to rebuke me. I know you want to rebuke men who have criterias. You have criteria for men. I tell men to eliminate 90% of women. And the way you do that is to get leverage. Okay. And I tell men also. You guys got to put women in one of seven categories when you meet them. Okay. The seven levels of mate qualifications. I'm educating men and ladies, you should tell your sons this information. You should be sitting your sons down because you women that are doing these bad things to your son's father. At one point, a woman's going to do it to your son and you're going to realize karma's a biot. <laughs> All right. You're going to be like, damn, I did the same thing. And you, but you won't tell your son that. Your son's going to meet a woman because you didn't let him sit down and uh, listen to me. Your son's going to meet a woman and do the same thing that you did to his father. And you're going to be like, shit. I did the same thing to your daddy, but you won't be able to tell him. You're going to realize karma is real. It's going to come back to you. So you better have your son sitting down listening to this information. All right. The seven levels of mate qualification. I let men know a lot of women don't qualify for you. And especially when you raise your game, women can't qualify for you. And the only thing they can do probably at that point to get your attention is crawl on their hands and knees, put their face down on the ground and toot their butt up. And then you still put them through steps to get the qualification. Most men can't say they can do that because you too horny or you a simp or you think somebody's a queen or a god. Mm. Not I. I don't do that. You got to qualify. And then even if you do go through one of these steps of qualification to get to the wife category, I'm going to put you through rigorous training. Yes, I know how you, I know, you know, men and I know how you know you can treat men, but you don't know how you can treat me. I still have to train you up to treat Coach Greg Adams. You don't know Coach Greg Adams. You know, goofy men, you know, simps, you know how to manipulate men. You don't know how to manipulate me. It is what it is. But when men talk like this, they be like, nim, 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 nim. guess what? You're in stage one. Do not qualify. There's no conversation to be had. I'm not trying to mold you after 
uh, you're sitting here being stubborn. I don't mold stubborn women. I come and mold women who are humble and come to me and understand that they're dealing with a king. You're not dealing with simps. You're dealing with somebody that can stand on this square. You're dealing with somebody that knows what he wants out of life. You're dealing with somebody that has his own bag. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> so if you're a stubborn mule or you're somebody that wants to be the excuse, poor standards, you're already in the do not qualify category. I disqualified you. You didn't disqualify me. And I don't care what kind of rump shape your ass is in. I don't care how big your titties are. That ain't going to sway me. You're dealing with a man. And most of you ain't seen hide nor hair of a man in your entire life. So I know this is going to be difficult for a lot of you to, to uh, understand. You ain't seen one. You ain't seen one. If you grew up in the black community, you definitely ain't seen one. Not even if you went to church, the reverend standing on stage, been running around slanging his salami through the damn whole, conver uh, whole congregation. You ain't seen no man. Not even at your school. All the male teachers aren't having been men. You ain't seen no father. All your uncles either slanging dope or were a pimp or a reform pimp. You ain't seen no man. You ain't seen no man. Period. It's the first time you've seen one, you looking at them right now. And if you don't believe so, guess where you start at? Do not qualify. Next. Mm. I'm not trying to train. I'm not trying to change you. I need you to come with a humble spirit because the shape you're in right now, you're not uh, where you need to be, ladies. You're not where you need to be. And you got 40 more years to live this out. And I'm going to watch you suffer and grovel and stubborn your way through the next 40 years of life. Because when you hit 50, it ain't gonna be pretty. Believe me, I see a lot of 50 year old women that had careers. So I could focus on my career. It gets ugly. 60, it gets bad. I know at 35 and 40, you don't see it. But when you get to 55, 60, it gets ugly. I see them out here protesting, begging. <laughs> I see them out here getting fired from their human resource job. I see them out here chasing love. I'm going to meet my soulmate. Ladies, I see you. Here you are, right here. I see you, ladies. I see you having dinner with your, your dog, sitting across from your dog. I see you at the dog park. Talking about you had long conversations Cheers. with your pet. You gonna have some? Okay, tuck in, eat. Yeah, I see you. I seen it. And it ain't pretty. And I see you trying to get with somebody like me. Oh, I'm, she's 52 and I'm 46. Oh, you'll be perfect for me. Mm. I see you. I see you bragging that you got some uh, young black man at age 35 that don't know where the hell he is in life to love you. I see it. <laughs> this goes for any race of women. I, I see you guys getting that man. See, I got a young guy. He, he's homosexual. He's homeless. He would be homeless without you. I see it. And I'm in a good spot. I'm like, God dang. So let's get into the real here.
You think it, it's, they're like, this ain't the real yet? No, this ain't even the real yet. We're going to talk about this right here. And I wrote this in my book, The Evolution. So a lot of people will have listened to another content creator. It's like he stole that from another content creator. No, this is published material. Chapter eight and nine of this book, The Evolution, that I wrote. There's my name down right there. Not many content creators have written books. You're missing out on the golden opportunity, content creators. If you want to know, for a fee, I will tell you how to do this. For a steep fee. The content is there. You just don't apply yourself. Some of these content creators are lazy. <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, let's get in here. Uh, let me let me pop this up on the screen. Here it is, right? Oh, that's Denzel Washington. Shout out to Denzel Washington. That's not what I meant to do, but hey, we're gonna do this one right here. Uh, wait a minute. There's Denzel again. Oh, this is what I meant. Right here. This is gonna be the stages of the metamorphosis of the woman. These are the age groups. Now, in my book, in the evolution, it slightly varies. I kind of vary it from time to time, depending on how I feel. But we're going to go through these stages. Our, 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 our Miss Celeste, Celeste, our young woman that is watching us, age 22 right now, we're going to tell you about each one of these stages, primarily stage one, two, three, and four. Uh, once they get to stage five, six, and seven, it's pretty much over already. But um, they're a legend in their own mind. And then they're trying to literally make something happen that is damn near impossible. All right, but but there's still some leverage there. They still haven't hit menopause yet, so there's still some something left. But to be quite fair, the catfish of the sea are propping them up. If the catfish of the sea does not prop them up after this particular age group, which means simps or black men or old black men or 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 Latino men or anybody who collects leftovers, all right then these people would just drop off the face of the earth, all right? At some particular point in the history of time, these people were considered what they would call a spinster or an old maid or an old maid, okay? That's what they would be called prior to 1970. But now, again, they now have convinced us, they, can, they have convinced us uh, that they can switch these lanes and still preserve their virtue. Shout out to Anthony Johnson. I'm not sure if that's Anthony Johnson of uh, of um, 21 Studios fame, but we're going to say he sponsors today's show. He says, my buzzworthy past lifestyle would give your show topics for weeks. Oh, uh, I would I would love I like when people share their topics. All right. Because I. Uh, you know what I mean? Shout out to you. I don't think that's Anthony Johnson of 21 Studios. It would have said 21 Studios, but shout out to you. Uh, men learn here and we might do a stage for men too, stages of your own metamorphosis but we're going to start right here so we're going to go in stage number one or phase number one of their phases of metamorphosis and ladies i want you to listen and listen good it's not my fault i don't want you to blame me one bit on this one i know you've used a lot of things to to try to convince men that there's still value i, I know i know you know, in a hopeful society, I know, you know what I mean? I know we have those things. 45 is the new 25. I still look good for my age. You know what I'm saying? We still got it. Um, a lot of these things that we've been told recently have been new agendas pushed to men to sell 
available women, right? There's just too many available women out there. Uh, some of them are available on their own decision, and I praise you for that. Some of them are available because they don't realize what men really want. And so they're trying to convince us. You can like a strong woman. You can like a woman with a career and job. You can like a woman that has education. You can like a smart woman. And they really don't know what men want. And then some men will come in and defend it and cape for that just because they will lower their standards. That's fine with me too. But women live their best lives in a small window. And it has always been that way. I'm sorry. I can't do that. That is the laws of nature. Okay, I can't change that. I can't change what men want. Men can change what they want based on this belief system, but I can't change the laws of nature. Now, some of these people are really mad at God. Okay, they're, they're acting like they're mad at, mad at men for not adapting to this quickly, but they're really mad at God. Okay, and they try to change everybody else's opinions and facts about this, but they're really mad at God. So. Okay, and they take it out on me for, for presenting this truth and going against the narrative. Most men are going to look at you tainted past these stages. And it has always been that way. Is it fair? Well, life ain't fair. I wasn't born looking like the rock, okay? And I don't have enough money to inject st safe steroids into my body, right? And I don't have enough money to, to have plastic surgery on my chest in my eyes, in my face, and I wasn't born six foot five, life ain't fair. So the same thing is I'm not six foot five, applies to me, life ain't fair. These laws of nature ain't fair either. So at this stage right here, uh, young and dumb is the first stage. This is the experimental phase. This is the age between 16 and 20. You're allowed to make some mistakes. But if you throw yourself all the way down the gutter, it's your problem. Meaning tattoos, marking yourself up, living completely free, doing everything that is against what men like naturally in a good woman, not in a bad woman, not in an Instagram booty model woman, not in a woman that can easily get access or not in a woman that easily gives access to men, horny men. Like the woman will say, well, guys still want to sleep with me. Yes, that's because you're young and you have something between their legs and they think they can manipulate that out of you. It doesn't mean you're interesting. But if you mark yourself up, if you go on a carousel ride, if you go through your three or four phase, which a lot of women will experiment with that at this age, you shouldn't go buck wild. But if you go a little bit, everybody will give you a little bit. Okay, all right. You're going to have your first crushes. You're going to get your heart broken because men at, at your age aren't ready for anything. Only thing they're ready for is to part your thighs, all right? That's the only thing they want. They don't want relationships. They don't want anything at this particular age. You're going to have your puppy love. You're going to start getting, um, you're going to start getting an understanding of what you want in a man. You're going to have a long list. You're going to think you have uh, all the time in the world. And you'll put yourself in all kind of situations. That's because you're curious. You're curious, and this curiosity is an experimental phase that you should know you're going through that you could get a pass for if you don't go buck wild. I'll give you a quick story here. <laughs> I was in a store, a store called the Container Store. I went there. All right, shout out to, <laughs> it's not them. Uh, let's see here. I love when they have these, uh, let's see here. Um, 
I went into a container store and there was a woman, young woman, a young Becky taking me, checking me out. I wasn't in the mood for nothing. I wanted to go in and go out. I wasn't in the mood to talk. All right. And so she was scanning my items. How, how are you? How was your week? I'm sitting there on my week. I barely even noticed her. I was like, huh? I was like, oh, my week, my week is going good. I was like, how was your week? She said, my week is great. She says, I'm excited. I'm getting a tattoo today. And I'm sitting there like, okay. <laughs> I would go in on your ass, but she looked like maybe 23. Maybe look that she's checking me. She's checking me, not checking me out, but she's scanning me out. And I was like, okay. Um, I said, where are you getting the tattoo? <laughs> I didn't say, what are you getting? I just said, oh, that's cool. I said, where are you getting it? She didn't mean, oh, that's private. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> so I said, well, this will be the end of that conversation. You offered me the information. You don't want talking to me, ma'am. I didn't ask you. All right. First of all, second of all, now you try to make it sound like I'm violating you. Third of all, you're an idiot. You're going to mark your body. I mean, if you want me to have this conversation, I'm going to literally be like, you're a dumbass. All right. At your age, don't do it. If I'm your father, I would tell you, don't do it now. Wait. Okay. Don't do. But since she tried to shut me down as if I was just go ahead and I stepped over the line. All right. I basically was like, I'm out of here. I just grabbed my stuff. Have a nice day. What the fuck is you talking about? I'm thinking where are where are you going to get the tattoo would be a very common question to ask, especially if you offered me the damn conversation. You said you were getting a tattoo. What did you want me to say? What you get the tattoo of? I skipped to where are you getting it? Because that's what my, how my mind works. I'm literally going trying to help you avoid the trap. Oh, that's a prop. All right, ma'am. I'm out of here. The hell out of here. I'm not trying to go up and then, oh, where you get, oh, I bet you're getting it on your puss. No, man. I'm out of here. I just grabbed my stuff and got the hell out of here. All right. There ain't no jumping over that now. I'm like, I'm out. So anyway, the point being made is you're young and dumb. You're experimenting, but you should be very conscious of what men really want. Because if you want to be selected by the top tier of men, Odds are, if you do something stupid in this experimental phase, you're going to be wiped off of all possibilities of being selected by the top tier men. Meaning, first of all, wealthy men, then wealthy white men, then wealthy black men, and et cetera, et cetera. Wealthy Latina men, and especially engineer, high status, uh, where status means everything, Asian men. You're automatically disqualified. Again, you're going to get into disqualification territory. It's simple, but people don't want to honor these rules. They will literally make wrecks of their lives. They will go in a full carousel ride, display it all on social media, mark their bodies up, lose their physique, get overweight. I mean, have babies. And then they'll be sitting there going, because I'm a woman, 
This is how it's gonna work. You're not gonna make your and own my money. husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're gonna What's rely a fucking on your game? No, he's gonna fucking spoil me. No. I don't no. deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. Don't. He's gonna be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's gonna buy me as many fucking Louis Clear as I want. Shit. As many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want. As many fucking Louis purse that I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you gonna do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Is that your fucking plan? You have to be independent, Zoe. Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independence. I will get well, you. Well, I'm glad that. that you want to take care of someone else for your life. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Whatever, Zoe. Now, even her rainbow friend, her Skittles friend, knows she's at the point of no return already. All right. She is, her stock is plummeting at the young and dumb phase. It's over for her. Even he knows that, and he don't want no peace leave from her. He's trying to tell her, you're at the point of no return. If you go down this life, it's over for you and that's what he says so let's go to the next phase and then we'll do some super chats okay so that's the young and dumb ladies just a little bit okay this is the good phase this is where you're probably setting yourself up for success this is the tight window that you live in ladies i didn't do this mother nature gives father time takes away i didn't make the rules this is how it done it's done okay you got it your short window doesn't it doesn't it's not our short window and your emergency doesn't make me emergency for me. So when you screw your life up and you're in panic mode in these next phases, that's your fault. It's not my time clock. So the next time clock is this, or the next phase is, uh, let's go ahead and put it up on the screen so you guys can see it, is the MRS degree. MRS degree. This has been said, this has been something that has been used since forever. If you grew up in the 80s, you've heard of this term before. This is basically how what women went to school for, what women went to jobs for. They went there to make themselves a the, the schools and jobs in the past were hunting grounds for women to get their education primarily and then also find the best possible mate. Because as I said before, once you leave college, the mate selection gate opens up. No longer are your co your age cohorts all in the same building, all on the same campus. Right. When you're in college, 30 and 40 year old guys can't come swoop your girl up. Now they can with social media, but they can't. Everybody's in your you're, you're rolling in your same. Once you leave the college campus, it's a wide open world now. Now, you might think you have more options, but essentially you're going to have less options and it's going to be more competitive. Right. So this is what happens. They don't get it. But this is when you should push in your chips. You had the young and dumb phase. If you didn't ruin yourself, all right, you should be good. And let me show you a picture of this. This picture is going to encapsulate what I'm talking about right here. Remember I mentioned at the beginning of the show, right? The um, SMU, Rice, TCU, all right? These schools like that. Remember I uh, mentioned that. Well, take a look at this picture. And this is typically how the this is where the community really loses right here. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 
with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. As you can see here, these young, white, plain Beckys have managed to get snapped up in the most, the, the years where they have the most leverage. Now, some of these women will divorce, but three out of four of these Beckys realize I need to push the chips in. I need to push the chips in. Yep, they'll get temporary married, married at the peak of their value, probably to somebody who's either growing. They got snapped up probably by somebody who could be in the top 10% earners. The stock factory issued women said, I'm pushing the chips in right now. Time to go. It's go time. Enough of this young and dumb stuff. Enough of the fun. The carousel. Maybe I experimented. Oh, the bag. Of, oh, no, 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 no. They will push it in right here. And as you can see, three out of four are displaying those wedding rings. At a young age, look at these young girls. You're too young to get married. Nope, they said, hell no, I'm going in. Especially if you did my uh, watch my stream when I did have talked about white women. They know at some particular point they are working on thin time. They got, th they got thin, they're working on a thin schedule. <laughs> okay, they're like, hey, this is all about to turn south fast. But they got the ring. Because they didn't say, well, I'm better than that. I, I, I'm better. I'm an eight. I'm a 10. They weren't delusional. They said, I'm a five. I'm a four. I'm a six. Push the chips in. The one in the middle didn't push the chips in. Okay. The one right here, look at her face. She said, all I got was a degree. All I got was a college degree. I ain't got no ring. And now I'm going to leave college with this degree to do what? So I could focus on my career. And now she about to be in a tough situation now. Now she's left college. Now she's in the real world. She's in the open war. It's more competitive. Remember, I said the good women and, and, and good women doesn't equate to good looks. It equates to she's good enough to be ready to be molded by the man she needs. They didn't fall for the feminist juice. They didn't drink that juice. They got they drank that act right juice. They realized what their levels are. Now, this woman's walking around here, student loan debt. She's gonna get her job. She's gonna go all of this, and she's gonna fight and go through all these metamorphoses. She's gonna learn the hard way. She's gonna bump her head. She's gonna plummet in value in terms of her looks. Her, I mean, her she ain't working with that many good looks right now. She got a degree, but if you look at the looks category, she's gonna go out into the real world. And it's going to get ugly. She's competing with every woman behind her, age 18 to 24, and ahead of her, 25 to 32. That's where she's going to compete. And she's going to take L and L and for a long time, L's, if she don't drink that act right juice. And then she's going to start saying that she's going to start looking like this right here. This is what's going to happen. Uh, she's going to start looking like, where is she at? Oh, this woman right here. She's going to be singing this song. I'm almost 26 years old, and I live alone, have no friends, never been to a party, cheated on in every serious relationship I've ever been in. And life is just really lonely. Just another holiday. I'm by myself. Yes, sir. And some people are saying none of these girls are cute. Guys, to be a wife, you don't really have to be cute. <laughs> I mean, most wives 
are not good looking women. And they realize that at a critical point in their life, that's why they became a wife. Guys, the, the wife market is not really about being cute. It helps. It helps. And if you're cute and a good, virtuous woman, it really helps. But then all you got to do is display wife characteristics and you'll get a man when you're early, early in your life, especially when you realize you ain't cute at 24, at 23. When you're average at 23, you better push the chips in, push them all the way in. Push the chips in. And look at this girl right here. She ain't got no chance. She said, I'm pushing the chips in. This woman is probably the best looking one of them. And she realized, push the chips in. This woman is gone, gone. And she said, push the chips in. This woman is marginally. And she didn't cash out. And she's going to leverage her degree, her job, and all that stuff because she's going to leverage that against what she lacks in looks. Guys, ladies, you can convince men all day long, strong and independent degree, student loan, debt, and, and jobs is going to get us over. If you miss the window here, you're going to be stuck doing out. <laughs> doing. You're going to be stuck digging a hole, digging yourself out of a hole. You're going to be stuck digging yourself out of a hole. I, I can't even explain it better than that. Uh, let me see if I needed to say something else in this one right here. Oh, at this stage right here, uh, it says right here, uh, they'll excuse her bad behavior by playing dumb. So they'll start saying, well, I don't know why men don't want strong women. I don't know why men don't like overweight women. I don't know why men don't do this. I don't know why men won't get it together. I don't know why men won't approach me. I don't know why. And they'll try to get, they'll step their manipulation game up, all right? When you're young and dumb, you don't have that tools. You'll have a little bit of manipulation, but you don't know how to really do it yet. At this stage, you'll step up your art of manipulation. You'll start learning. You should push the chips in. But if a lot of people at this stage, they'll go in a 304 phase, they'll continue their 304 phase from their young and dumb years. Like this, let me show you an example of this. This would be like these type of girls right here. They started off young and dumb, but then by the time they hit 24, 25, then they're still doing stuff like this. Where's the, where's, where's this one? Hi, girl. I love Josie. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love it. <gasps> Josie! <laughs> Josie, are you If they're still doing that in this phase, phase two, MRS degree, they're at 24, 25, 26, still partying, it, it's done. I mean, they're going to do damage to themselves. They're going to do severe damage, right? And then they're going to start chasing all this stuff. Just understand, men that are really wanting to get their life together and progress, they've already snapped up the top of the top. Let me show you the picture again. Men are trying to progress their lives. They'll, some of them will get divorced, but they're trying to move forward. They already snapped it up. So the guys that you're waiting on to come to your rescue, they've snapped up the average Bettys. They've snapped up the plain Janes. They've already moved forward. The, the guys that you're thinking are going to snap you up now, they're minimalized. The, the crop has dimmed. And then let me just say this. You're working against the open sexual marketplace, which is willy-nilly. It's helter-skelter. Now you're leveraging that there's going to be a good man, but he has all this available sex. 
Okay. And if he loves you, he's going to understand that. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. Mm-mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. You see, that's what you're working against. Men with options. That ain't going to work. Right? Nothing's going to work against it. Let's do these super chats. Uh, and you're working against Mother Nature and Father Time. Conglomerate. Uh, uh, conspir- cons- uh, wait. Conspiring against you. Mother Nature is checking out, clocking out. Father Time is cl- clocking in. And you're working against, against the conspiracy of Mother Nature and Father Time. I mean, it, you're going to be in trouble if you don't push those chips in. But I can't tell you that. Where are we at? Uh, let's pull up these super chats. Shout out to Das Tokens. We're here. He says, he says, white guys might be the top, but a black guy who speaks a foreign language is equal to or better than being a white guy. A white guy, uh, yeah, I, I would say black guys that have their life together. Sometimes it comes later in life. Sometimes it comes earlier. If you can speak a foreign language, have the ability to travel, have an, have an open mindset. You ain't talking none of that pro-black mess. You will be as equal. You'll be up there. You'll be up there. Okay? But in America, unfortunately, the white guy can be very average. Black guy has to be above and beyond that. We have to do five times, six times more than what that guy does just to compete. And some women will still never be open to you. That's just the reality of the world. Uh, somebody described, I think it was Angry Man was talking about if white men all decided that they wanted black women overnight, they'll have them. <laughs> it would be no question about it. They'll take, it'll be black women will just run right to them. That's just how it works in America. I mean, black guys, black guys could speak a foreign language, have a corporate job, and black women will still snub that guy. Snub him. Snub him. Look there, no. And the reason why is because he doesn't fit a certain narrative or they think he's too good for them. And so they'll snub the guy. He literally will have his life together. I get snubbed all the time and I'll be like, girl, I can pay all your debt off right now. (laughs) I can make you a new whole stress-free life woman right now. That doesn't matter to them, right? That doesn't matter to them, which I, I don't mind that not mattering them. They're like, that doesn't make you a good guy. But I could change your life. I could go to any hood right now, any Martin Luther King Boulevard right now and change 10 women's lives and I'll still have money left over. (laughs) Right? And so you'll get snubbed. You'll get straight snubbed and you'll have your life together. Or you'll be a blue collar, hardworking black man and you'll get snubbed right in your own neighborhood. And so that's the problem with being sometimes black guys. You can still have your life together and get fully snubbed by women across all racial lines. There's white women that will never date you, no matter how good you got it. They ain't never going to cross that line. Latino women's same thing. They ain't never going to cross that line. There's Latino men that can have their life together. They probably do a little bit better on the marketplace, but there, there's women across other races that'll never give you a chance. When was the last time you seen an Asian... Asian woman with a Latino guy. I'll wait. (laughs) I want you to think long and hard. Think about it. It, Like you got to live in a, like, even if you live in New York and LA, when was the last time you seen one? 
He said they jacked my car while I was in the hood. Victor's here. You got to go to the Philippines. Yeah, there it is. Lola just said it. You got to go to the Philippines, maybe, but not, not here. It's very rare. That's a very rare, rare. It's a very rare combination. It's a very rare combination. And that's because both of them have to get together and overcome a whole bunch. You got overcome a lot. So anyway, yeah, Filipinos for sure, but uh, didn't it, it's very rare in the United States. Let's keep everything to the United States. In the United States context, you rarely see that combination. Somebody got to get rid of this person right here claiming to be Donovan Sharp. We're going to turn in. Where are we at? Michael S. says two to three salamis a year, one or two early terminations of pregnancies, STDs, debt, bad attitude, and entitlement. If that's what I'm getting, I'd rather bring $300 down to the junior college. I got money. But in our world, our world, we're supposed to overlook all of that, and these women can just basically say, I'm a good woman, right? And you're going, based on what? Based on their own definition. Ladies, that's not fair because I can't say I'm a good man. I could say what I can offer you, but I can't say I'm a good man. That's up to you. That's up to you to decide, vice versa. You can't tell me you're a good woman, and then I start investigating you, and then I look at your age and the phase of, of life you're in and all the metamorphoses you've been through, and I can be like, nah. And then you go, how dare you? You go, how dare you? <laughs> all right, Jason A., he says, don't you know it's 2 a.m. in Japan? He says, coach with the facts. Man, you better go get some sleep, brother. You better go get some uh, sleep out in Japan. Art Stanton, in 1981, my 22-year-old sister jumped the broom with her man who was age 35 um, and had a baby a month later. He left a year later and she rode the carousel hard at a Christian college. Man. Wow. That's a, that's a mess. <laughs> that's a mess. Nakia Demings, I really enjoy your channel. Just FYI, I'm a licensed life insurance agent. If anyone needs apology, a policy, I apologize in advance if this comment is off topic. And it is. But uh, we do encourage everybody to get some life insurance, all right? Because uh, funerals are expensive. Don't, don't put the burden on your people to give you a damn funeral and you ain't got no damn money behind. Sir Miles says, Walt. All women are like that. He says, had a so-called Christian girl try to scam me into investing in crypto. Beware of the chameleons out here or out there. The chameleons are out there. This is why we call them the metamorphoses in all these things. This is why it's better to not try to unveil uh, for me. This is just my own personal thing. Once the woman's 40, 35, and I got to backtrack how she got here, I would rather not. I'd rather not. I will just say, I got money. I'll go back to the junior college. Freshman, freshman orientation, sophomore graduate. I'll just go back there. I ain't trying to go back and unwrap and unpack 20 years of the carousel or 20 years of her being an Owen. Right? It's too many years of her being an Owen. She got here when she had an advantage. Just think about this. She had a strategic advantage on the marketplace, meaning 
youth, beauty, fertility. And ladies, when you're young, you can be halfway ugly and still be decent on the marketplace. Because by the time you hit 35 and you're halfway ugly, all right, it's going to be rough on you. I'm just letting you know. It's going to be rough. So be halfway ugly and young and push them chips in. I tell my daughter this all the time. You ain't got to be that good looking when you're young. You got you got youth, beauty, and fertility on your side. Now try that without that. Try to work this game without that. It's damn near impossible. <laughs> it's damn near impossible. And then you try to use the, I'm good, I'm repackaged, I'm metamorphosized, I'm a chameleon, I'm a traditional woman. I'm No, bro, it's too late. To me, it's too late. And I know people are saying, no, it's not. Look at the numbers. Look at what's happening out here. You might think it's not too late for you because you don't want it to be too late. The reality is 52% of women out here are single. The reality is past the age of 35, the likelihood that you'll get married and have kids is damn near slim to none and slim just died. It's mission impossible. But they're still holding out hope. They're throwing out the towel. They're holding out hope for a cent. They're holding out hope that somebody will fall for this. Guys ain't falling for it. There are some that are falling for it, and there will be some that will slow pimp their way and then make you think they're falling for it, and then they'll bounce on you. There's young guys who are homosexuals who need a place to live that will act like they're doing this, and then they'll bounce on you when it's time to commit. All right, Rusted Junk says, Coach, uh, put one orange, one ginger root, two, three turmeric root, honey, cloves, and a pinch of cayenne pepper in the blender with one hot cup of water. It fights cold and more. Help me whoop the beer virus fast. Appreciate you for that one. Actually got a head cold when I had um, during this last two years. And there's a place that does something like that. They call it a, like a flu shot. All right, they do those things. And it's something similar to that. And uh, I took one and I was good. And then I got the, you know, and then I went and got tested. I was like, oh, this must be the Rona. She's here, Rona. And it wasn't. I was negative again. John Ellison says, I really appreciate the advice, work, and endless content. You have changed the direction of my life, and it looks bright. Don't stop. Most men, you guys have been convinced that, um, and guys, I want you to listen and listen good. I cannot hammer this point hard enough. The timeline that I'm explaining women live, it is not your timeline. It is not your timeline. Nature don't work like that. And a lot of guys believe it's their timeline. You guys fail with women from the age of 18 and 30. You guys hit your head. It's a struggle. And you think it's over for you. And then you'll lose your way. You'll lose your, you'll lose your life. You'll simp. You'll become desperate. You'll depend on pickup game and artistry um, and science. You'll uh, gain weight. You'll get sloppy. You'll get, Guys, it, <laughs> it don't work like that for you. And the woman will start saying what? All right. I opened up the show with this clip. And I want to explain that what she's describing is not your timeline. It's hers. Okay. So this is for all of my single over 30 people. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? I mean, I get it. I'm, I'm online. I'm trying all these things. But like, what happened to romance? What happened to, you know, a little bit of chivalry? Whatever happened to all of the nice things that men used to do instead of everyone asking us, what are you doing? Can I come through? Is there any real men out there at all? 
I don't know. Help me out. She said single over 30. Ma'am, you're losing. Let's th- let's talk about the next phase. But it, but a man single over 30, he will open up more to this dude is about to this dude about to clean up in life if he gets his mind right. And when I tell you again, young men in this age group, your women are the women that are younger. If you get your life together, the worst thing you could do is trade it in for the woman that age who has already had the best years of her life. She's already now at the last call. This is where she is. She's hit the last call. And that message, that virtue signaling, that that simp wolf whistle that she did, that video she made, symbolizes the last call that she's in. Right now, she's going to go through what we call the snowball effect of her life. She's going to now start feeling the effects of the young and dumb years mixed in with the MRS degree years that she has now missed. Let me see where that picture is. Um, I'm trying to picture, uh, put it up where so I can scroll over it. Is this it? Oh, here it is right here. The young and dumb years, mistakes are small. Now she's rolling downhill. The momentum's picking up. All right, here we go right now. Then she's missed the MRS years. Now she's here at last call. Now we got to wrap and unpack why she's still here with an advantage. She lived 5, 10, 15 years with an advantage. She's at 31. She simple wolf whistles to get you guys to say, I'll take you. Okay. Same thing as this woman right here. This woman right here. She's going to do the exact same thing. Watch. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right and wife me the fuck up. So what she's doing is she's going to act like she don't know no rules. <laughs> she was like, what are you talking about? We talk about young and dumb, <laughs> right? I didn't mean to put that sugar daddy picture up. What are you talking about? Uh, who? When? Where? Standards? What? Huh? She's going to act dumb. All I want is a man that can do this. All I want, she's going to start lowering the standards. She's going to start changing the, the conversation. She's going to start taking things out of context. She's going to start shaming you. She's going to start saying this. What happened? Where did all the men go? She's going to want the simple solution. She's going to want the, the straight to the front of the line pill. She's going to want you to overlook that. She's going to shame you for dating younger women. You're going to say, what's wrong with you? This is going to be the epiphany stage. This is going to be the, I was young and dumb, but I pushed, I didn't push the chips in. Watch this. Where's my screen right here? I was young and dumb and I did go to college, but what do you mean you don't like women with debt? What do you mean you don't like single mothers? What do you mean? How come you guys aren't being romantic? (laughs) How come you're mad that I slept with 50 guys? How come? She'll start playing dumb. She'll start trying to change lanes on you. I, I I just want a man. And then what she says, I just want a man that makes my peace leave fap. So she's trying to leave with sex. I'll give you all the sex you want. Don't worry about it. I'll give you all the sex for, that she'll flood you with sex. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. And so this is what she's doing. She's acting. Somebody, Donovan Sharp has a check mark, right? by his name normally. So um, 
I think he has a check mark. So the Donovan Sharp that's in here is not the real one, I believe. Um, and so she'll start acting dumb. Want you to overlook obvious red flags. Now her market value is plummeting right here. And then you're she's experiencing the snowball effect of life. All right, the snowball effect of life. And everything is going downhill. Then she's going to be tight budget-wise, okay? Tight budget-wise, um, she'll be living in a one-bedroom barren apartment with a mattress on the floor, or she'll have had a divorce. This is when some of these other girls get back. They push their chips in, but now they're divorced and back on the marketplace, okay? All right, man. Oh, oh he didn't treat me like a princess. I divorced him, and I'm back. But I have two kids, and I have them part-time custody. So I can only see you like two days a two days a month, but we'll have a real relationship. I just want a man that makes a commitment. Oh, well, I only see you. My kids come first and I have them 50% of the time. So when I do have custody, you'll never see me. And then when I don't have custody, I'm traveling with my friends and I'm living my best life and going to Sunday brunch and I'm at the club partying. But uh, but uh, but 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 two nights a month will be a will be a power couple. This is this is what they're doing, bro. This is what they this is what they do at this age. So um, let me go back here. Let me stop sharing that. They want you to overlook the red flags, guys, ladies. It don't it don't work like that. So then when you come to the characteristics of what are what what makes a good woman, it, it's not going to be here. You're not going to find them here. They had their fun. Now they're looking for something serious. They're describing this, the epiphany stage in essence. And so if you don't believe what I'm saying, I want her, to, this is going to, yeah, what's wrong with tattoos? What's wrong with overweight? What's wrong with cottage cheese cellulite? What's wrong with tiger stripes on the stomach? What's wrong with having another man's kid? What's wrong with having a cock carousel going through the three or four stage? What's wrong with uh, being a black woman? What's wrong with, they'll want you to overlook every damn thing. What's wrong with having student loan debt? What's wrong with having a bankruptcy on my credit? What's wrong with being older? What's wrong with crow's feet? What's wrong with, <laughs> you're sitting there like what um and here's a secret that many guys don't know especially in today's day and age is that women love nice guys <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems uh I'd say by our late 20s, early early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you. And so everything I just explained, she just explained it right there. That, that's what she's saying. Oh, well, you know. We still have value. What's wrong with this? And we went through a bad time. What she's saying is, I went through my young and dumb stage. Then I went through my MRS stage, MRS degree stage. And then I, I ended up here at last call. And then I'm going to switch up the whole game on you. Let me play another video of a, a, a person saying something similar and then trying to make you feel bad for not selecting her. Let me see here. I'm fully convinced. Oh, I got to share it here. Share it here. This is this is the last call stage. And then what they do is instead of going, damn, I messed up. They'll, they'll start making it wrong for what you're doing because you're their age, but you don't like them. 
I'm fully convinced that a lot of y'all men don't like women. Y'all like little girls. Y'all walk around talking about, it's just prefer. I just have preferences. Talking about no saggy skin, no cellulite, no stretch marks. Titties need to be all the way up here. Okay, titties tiny and up here. Um, No hair on your body at all. And she needs to be small, cute little voice. Yeah, what you're describing is a prepubescent girl, a child. The problem is y'all don't like women. Y'all like children and it's weird as hell. No, ma'am, we don't like old maids. See, look, this is the thing. We don't like old maids. We don't like spinsters. And the reason why I can say I don't like them is because I, I leveled up now and I can pick. I build my life up and I can pick. Now, if I'm the catfish of the dating marketplace, if I'm a scumbag, if I'm a hobosexual, if I'm a dusty, if I'm a loser, then I have to pick you. I have no choice. But you're talking to somebody that has choice. He has leverage. You might not think so. Again, you cannot think so. But then I disqualified you anyway. Your opinion matters nothing. I've already disqualified you before you can disqualify me. Just get that straight. But now you're trying to shame me. Now you're trying to shame me for having, yes, a preference. Because I have choice and I have leverage. And I've built myself up between the ages of 18 to 30. Now I'm here. Now you want me, after making a complete wreck of your life, to take you. Somebody make it make sense. This is, I'm making it make sense right now. I'm making it make sense. And this is what men have to deal with. <laughs> this, is, this is the stuff that we have to deal with. Uh, let's get into the Super Chats. Oh, wait, let, let me take that scrolling off, and then we'll talk about the last level. I'm going to do some Super Chats so I don't get far behind. Once again, guys, your time clock and her time clock are two different things. She has to, in her first 15 years of adult life, from age 16 all the way, in, yes, 16. This is when they start dating and having choice and developing some of y'all Girls in the city be starting this at 13 and 14 and trashing your life. I'm sorry. All right. If you live in Decatur, Atlanta, Georgia area, they start at 13. All right. Sometimes in the Latino communities, they start at 13. Some of these Beckys don't start until they 18. They do completely young and dumb. They're like, they get on college campus and be like, what? Some of them Beckys don't be starting at 16. All right. They start to leverage this at this age. And then you push it all the way to 32. You had damn near 16 years to figure this out. And guess what? Mm. He came up blank. Now, a man at 16 to 32, he's losing in life every single day. L, 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 L. Now, in those years, if he builds, puts one brick on the neck, brick, 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 from 16 to 32, by the time he hit 35, he got choice. Last damn thing he's going to do is pick you who has 16 to damn near two decades of leverage. Mm. He had 16. You had a damn head start on, on the leverage game, and you blew it. You blew it. And now you're trying to shame him, panic him. Why don't you guys, what happened to romance? Oh, uh, women over 31, I do romance women. They're at the junior college. I give them plenty of romance. I romance up all the time. Now, when you come over, I tell you to slide through because you're on the practice squad. 
So that's why you're not getting romance. And the women that will say women love nice guys. And that's you. It's too late. You're trying to convince us now. It's too late. <laughs> Literally. I got money. You've been outcropped by 20 years of women turning 18. You've had 16 to 20 years of women behind you turning 18, new year, 18, new year, 18. Now those women are 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. And you thought you had time at 26, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Well, guess what? Those women are behind you now. Those are my women. I got money. Those are the women getting dates. Those are the women getting flown around. Those are the women going on vacation. Those are the, those are the women getting that. <laughs> and then when when you do that, when you do that, this is what they say to you. This is what they have to say. It's all shame from here. I'm fully convinced that a lot of y'all men don't like women. Y'all like little girls. Y'all walk around talking about it's just prefer. I just have preferences. Talking about no saggy skin, no cellulite, no stretch marks. Titties need to be all the way up here. Okay, titties tiny and up here. Um, no hair on your body at all, and she needs to be small, cute little voice. Yeah, what you're describing is a prepubescent girl, a child. The problem is y'all don't like women. Y'all like children, and it's weird as hell. Somebody says her body has potential. Guys, you do not know how the body works. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this as a professional who's worked in the fitness industry for I don't know how long. This is how the body works, typically on the female side. It is designed to between the years of 20, somewhere 22 to 35 to gain weight in order to support having children. At some point, a small minority of these women will work the weight off. The vast majority of them will get bigger. By the time she hitting 32, she ain't losing that weight. There's no snapping it back into shape. Body has potential. It's it. It was already at its best already. It ain't snapping back after this. It ain't snapping. I've worked in this industry for some 10 years and I've trained athletes for 20 years. If you look at what women are, their best bodies are when they're younger. They don't bounce back, bro. It's a small minority that bounces back. It had potential. Potential's gone. As we said in the professional world, potential gets you fired. Potential will get you fired, all right? That means if you recruit potential or if you coach to your potential, it gets you fired. You need to be at your best. Potential is gone. For people that age group, more than likely, potential's gone. It might creep back up when she's 52 and she got time to work out every now and then. That's a small minority. It's, it's done. Once the damage is done, more than likely, it's going to get worse before it gets better. This is how the body works. It works like this for the male and it works like this for the female. But specifically for females, they have to understand they're going to accumulate body fat by design. By design. And not only that, they're stuck in their ways. They have bad habits, especially if they've gotten this way early in life. It is what it is. Body has potential. It ain't going any better than this. It ain't going to get any better. And a clear sign of that, she knows it's not. That's why she's shaming you into accepting her as she is. She knows it's not getting better. 
and she's going, it's not going to get any better. So you guys want titties up to here and you want small waist, tiny waist, nice skin, no cellulite. She's giving you an indicator. It ain't going to get, there's potential is gone. She's telling you there's no potential for it to be better. She's telling you it's going to get worse from here. She's basically signaling that. So you're like, I am not pushing away from the table. I'm going to continue to eat. I'm going to continue to not work out, and you better like it. Read between the lines, fellas. The only person that's taking this in the scale of men, white men, white rich men, white men, black rich men, Latino rich men, Asian rich men, then anybody in between that, everybody lower than that, her scale of picking is going to be everybody lower than White men, white rich men, white men, black rich men, black Latino, Latino rich men, everybody below that, that's who's picking her. That's it. And and the guy, the vast majority of guys that's going to pick her are going to run through her like the Holland Tunnel. That's all she's going to get. She ain't getting, that's all she's going to get. She's going to get 50, 60, 70 of those. And before she gets one hobosexual to go ahead and say, all right, I'll commit to you. Am I wrong here? She only going to get piped down. That's that's about it. Am I wrong here? Super Jazz. I got Anthony Johnson. Shout out to you, but I'm not sure that my buzzworthy past lifestyle was give your show topics for weeks. All right. Cordell Champagne says, Coach, if a woman has to tell you she's a woman, she's not. Protect the bag and run. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> you should be able to see it. Shaquille says these career 50-plus-year-old shawties are an important part of society. It is for a slick, homeless man, ex-felon, to finesse them and bleed them dry. Because <laughs> the clip that I got this from, this right here, 50-plus, all of these women got finessed by one man. This is where I got this uh, clip from. It's a, actually a screenshot of, a, of my television at the time. I don't think it's the same television. No, I had some different television. These women got finessed by one dude. Finessed all of them. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> and they mad. They were mad. He said he loved me. He said we were going to get married. He finessed one dude, finessed all of these women. <laughs> That's what you're there for, ma'am. That's why you have worked in human resources all them years. For me to finesse your ass. Now, I'm not the type of dude. I can't do that. My stomach can't handle it. You know what I mean? I'm not the nasty boy anymore. There might have been a time where I would have been able to go ahead and run through all of you. Because, you know, you got to run through all of them. I, I can't. My stomach can't handle it. You know what I mean? I cannot overlook the blemishes and the scars and the, the moles. and the, uh, I, I can't overlook it. I can't overlook it. I would have a hard time doing this enough to get the finesse out of it. I would just be like, I give up. I give up. I literally would take two bowls of chicken fettuccine that she done made me, and I'd be like, that's enough, man. I can't even. <laughs> uh, yeah, all I get, the C-section, Scott, I would just be like, because, you know, beforehand, this is how men work. Beforehand. Before you bust a nut, you'd be like, boy, I'm going to run through all of them. You a nasty boy. Boy, I'm a nasty boy. I'm going to run through all of them. And then you bust. And then you got to look. You got to look at this one right here. Uh, 
uh, on the right, the second one on the right. You got to look at the damage you did on the right side. Afterwards, while she cuddle up on you and she put them big old gremlin bear paws on you, you like, I would be like, man, oh, I, I can, I'm a little sick right now. She'd be like, you think you can go another round? No, ma'am, I just, can I leave right now? I, I, But there's a guy that will do it. There's a nasty dude that can run through all of them consistently enough to finesse them for the bag. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> I can't do it no more. I mean, that might have been a time I could have done that in my life, but not, I can't do it no more. It's just me, though. That's just me, but homosexual will do it. <laughs> Shout out to the dude that was on that. 50 plus year old shorties. And then, and then the, this woman will think that she got a man. I caught a man. Look, I caught one. No, you sharing that dude. You could, you should see the dateline. You sharing that dude or he a homosexual. He need a place to live. He don't love you. I had a woman in my IG DMs trying to show me that you say all this stuff, but I'm 46 and I got me a young man. I got heat 35. And then she showed me the picture of her. She was like a middle Eastern chick and he was a black dude. He had a do-rag on in a tank top, and he was rubbing her feet. I was like, of course you got a black guy. And she was like, what do you mean? You're black? And I was like, yeah, but, but I'm a different black man. I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a nasty boy black man. I'm not a guy that will, I'm not a homosexual. I don't need a woman's money. He, he probably lives with you, too. And he probably got a baby mama, too. <laughs> do-rag ass, having ass. I was like, yeah. I was like, very fitting. And I was like, you're sharing him, by the way. <laughs> That's not your man. <laughs> that's not your man. That's your that's your man and seven other Tamikas, Miras, uh, uh, Vanessas. <laughs> yeah, you get he get you give him an allowance. You take him out on dates. You show him in the world. You show him the world. He ain't been out of this dude. Ain't been out of College Park, Maryland, one day of his whole damn life. I guarantee you that's not your man. <laughs> okay. Stop. <laughs> oh my God. But you can't convince him. She was like, no, he mine. He's mine. I may have had him once, but I had him all the time. I messed it up. He's mine. He's mine. You may have had him once, but I got him all the time. <laughs> Shit. Mm. You buying them Jordans. This dude ain't been, I was like, this dude ain't got no life, no culture, no nothing. I was like, yeah, yeah. That's your man. You got a young man, all right. <laughs> I was like, good for you. And that's you. Man, these people crazy, though. Yeah, she going to be hella possessive. She can't leave his sight. You know, she be just sweating his ass. Where are you going, Tyrone? Tyrone, where are you going? Where are you? Every time he not, he's not with her, she texting his ass. Tyrone, where are you? Yeah, that's your man. <laughs> But hey, that's what they're for. Ladies, you're practice. You're on the practice squad. You're on the bench. That's what you're for. Don't be mad, though. Cordell, champagne coach, if a woman says she's a good woman, she's not. Protect the bag and run. That's what you meant to Gotta say. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> uh, Nakia Demings, I'm 39, uh, going currently going through a divorce with one daughter, and you're so right with the things you have said. I wish you success with your channel and all that you do. Shout out to you, sister. Thank you, Nakia. And guys, I don't hate women that are not in these categories just understand i'm just telling you that this is how the selection process works sure 
If you're this age, you can get the peace lead beat up. You can get it beat up. You're going to get some good sex from a lot of guys. But that's not what you really want. You want it for a little bit. And then you're going to start asking where the real man goes. What happened? Where did all the Shout out to Nakia Demings. Thank you, uh, sister. Justin Gonzalez says, hey, coach, wouldn't would you do another masculinity video? You mean the series? Probably not. The course? Probably not. All right. Martial arts, oriental medicine. Morning, coach gang. Got some herbal treat. Herb, herbs treats. Herbs treat. Uh, prevents the sea flu to share. You could say, uh, you could say oriental. I could say oriental. Traditional Chinese medicine. Young men need more nutrition. May I email you? Please email me. Yes. I'm always curious of that. We do need some more nutrition. Uh, the American diet is not a good diet. All right, DG Seymour says, uh, and if you could tell, man, the the Asians or the people that came from the so-called Orients, that's where the term Oriental comes from. I don't know if they use that anymore. Um, look at how they are. They small, you know what I'm saying? They out there living to 148 years old. And then we be dying at 52. Clogged arteries, supersized meals, everybody 280 pounds. I still got it. We still good. They didn't turn the American food pyramid into a marketing scheme of agricultural uh, cesspool. <laughs> you guys know, you guys know that the food pyramid that you learned about was basically the American agricultural marketing system. Bacon, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they put it all at the top. Everything we grow in American. Oh, this is what you need. Bread, eggs. Bacon, swine, <laughs> McDonald's Happy Meal, shit. What the, what? the food pyramid is BS. It, it has nothing to do. All it was was the agricultural system being promoted, period. Everything's marketed to you. But when you wake up, even women are marketed to you. Yeah, milk. Milk does a body good. Man, please. Some of y'all can't drink. If you drank a glass of milk right now, y'all ass will be running to the toilet in no time. <laughs> corn, yeah, corn, vegetable corn. Drink some milk right now. Everybody get a glass of milk and gulp it down. I bet you half of you be on the toilet. <laughs> your, your stomach. <laughs> milk. You be in there squeezing it out. So anyway, man, shout out to everybody on the food pyramid scheme. It's the major food groups of the agricultural American. <laughs> DGC Moore right here. Uh, he says, blesses CGA and the coach gang will catch the replay. Engineering lab got me busy. Shout out to you. Octavius M. I love brothers that be out here working. Uh, shout out to you. Uh, get the likes up. Shout out to Octavius M. We all get through these. Vlad P says they have too many tattoos nowadays looking like they uh, put a poisonous dart frog suit on. Ladies, I'm going to tell you, um, and I did a video on the Ask Coach Greg Adams channel about this, and I had this conversation with my daughter. You guys think I don't talk to my kids about this stuff? Um, My daughter, so the video I put on the Ask Coach Greg Adams channel was about uh, a father asked, what does he do when his daughter wants to get piercings? Okay. 
And so if you guys don't know about this channel right here, I got like 189,000 YouTube channels. Uh, but here's the video here. My 18-year-old daughter wants more piercings. Will this lead to tattoos? Um, and my daughter recently, she's 16. All right. She, um, wait a minute. How do I get this off the screen? She texts me from her mother's house. Typically what they will do is wait. She, you know, the kids wait till they go to their mama house and start texting me that they want stuff instead of talking to me straight up. And so she hit me with, oh, I, um, I'm with my grandmother, which is my ex-wife's mom, the monster-in-law. We're at the mall. Can I get an extra piercing on my ear? What did I say? Nope. I said, no. I said, you can decide that when you're ready to support yourself. But I said, you can't do that. I said, that's low-class trash stuff. And I said, you're elite. So start acting like it. I said, you get one piercing. That's it. I was like, I've set you up to be elite. All you have to do is lay the ball up against the backboard and put it in the rim. I was like, that's a progression. I said, uh, I said, uh, I wish I could find the text. I was like, basically, that's a progression into trash life for a woman. Now, I'm sitting here with earrings in, but I could do that. right? But I'm an adult and I can support myself. I'm like, you're elite. You ain't average. You ain't trash. Next thing you know, you're going to want a nose earring. Next thing you know, you're going to want a tattoo scribed on your damn ribs and ruin your whole damn value. Why do that? Why do that? Be different. Be elite. It's like you ain't getting no damn extra piercing. No. Why would you do that? Well, other girls have them. Yeah, they're trash. <laughs> Period. And the next thing you know, then they'll show up with a nose ring. Then the next thing, bull nose ring. Then they'll show up an eye piercing. Then they'll have tattoos. You want to be different. But then, once she's 18, I'm going to let her fly. Fly. Go ahead and fly now. Do whatever you want to wreck your life. Now, you're on your own payroll. That's what I tell her then. Oh, once you're 18 or once you feel you can support yourself and be self-sufficient, do whatever the hell you want. But as long as I'm paying the damn bill, you ain't going to do it. She didn't argue back. She said, okay. She's <laughs> like, I see you serious about this. <laughs> I didn't get no beef back. I didn't get no, huh? I didn't get it. Now, some people, at some point, she'll rebel. Again, the young and dumb stage is for her to experiment. So 16 to 20, she's going to go through all of those. You'll have to make those decisions. If you mark your body up and you got a row of tattoo earrings and big hoop earrings at the end, and you out there ran through the carousel and you bullnose your... It's on you, baby. You live the rest of your life out. But it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard on you, and I warned you. I'm not trying to save you. I don't, I don't save you. I'm not trying to save you. But right now, you're underage, so I can save you. I can save you from your problems. But once you get 18 to 20, you're on your own, baby. Mm. Go ahead and get do whatever the hell you want, <laughs> Okay. But don't come back to me singing another sad love song, racking my brain like crazy. And I'm all turned up, either fast or slow. You ain't going hoe in my house. And then she'll go out there. She'll go out there, figure out, try to be a hoe like the rest of these 304s. And I'm going to say, you get what you want, <laughs> right? 
I'm looking at the rest of the world right now, and the rest of the world is 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 is, is trashed out by 25. They already gone. They gone. They ain't got no chance in hell. Then they, they like Vince McMahon. You've got no chance. No chance in hell. You've got no chance. Go ahead. I'm fully convinced that a lot of y'all men don't like women. Y'all like little girls. By the way, take a look. I, I, I want you to take a look. By the way here, take a look. Tattoo, I'm sorry, uh, nose piercing, big hoop earrings, titty saggy, soggy. Look, look at what's happening here. The only thing I don't see is the tattoos, but I'm sure she has them. I'm sure she has them. Is she wondering why she's failing? Baby, it's you. It's you. You're going to have to own it. Let's go into the last stage. So one thing I always tell men is don't. Don't cage your don't cage your daughter. She eventually is gonna want to be Rapunzel and climb down that fucking castle. She's gonna want to do it. You can't let her do it at fifteen and sixteen. Once she get eighteen and she wants to let her hair down and climb down that castle and go see you out there what the big bad wolf is doing, go ahead and let her. I've seen it happen. That it's not pretty. Ninety percent of them are gonna go down there and make a wreck of their lives. <laughs> a wreck. But you don't let them wreck it up under your roof. All right? Not under my roof, you ain't going to wreck it. All right? And you represent my name. My last name is Adams. Your last name is Adams. So you ain't going to wreck my reputation walking out here looking like a street hooker. Not at 16, you're not, ma'am. No, you're not. You go to a private school with elite students where the colleges come and recruit aggressively and the kids that are going to the best colleges with decent grades don't have earrings all up and down your ears now if you wanted to go to i think i said this if you wanted to go to compton if i wanted you to look like a compton high school graduate i would have put you in compton but i'm out here paying high rent and i got you in private school so your ass can be elite and your ass out here want to look like you go to centennial high school in compton if you want to move to compton centennial i'll move your ass there and I could have saved thousands of dollars. That's what I'm talking about. I got you out here so we can be elite. If you want to rebel and be a 304, I'll send your ass to Inglewood. Uh, but I ain't moving there, but I'll send your ass there to get knocked up by 17. <laughs> That's how I tell my kids what's up. <laughs> anyway it takes a lot to break the cycle it takes a lot but I ain't gonna do it for long I'm not gonna do this ish until she's 18, 19, and 20 when she gets that age I was like I warned your ass didn't I <laughs> last one last phase and I gotta get through this I'm gonna get through this fast Um, this is gonna be on this one Right here. Here's the chart. Here it is right here. Uh, Hail Mary buzzer beater. Hail Mary buzzer beater. This is when you see them 
snapping up all the catfish of the sea. Ladies, the men who are selecting good women are all gone by this age. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What happened? Where did all the men go? There ain't a lot of them. And if they are, they're at the junior college or they're selecting lower. The what you're getting is going to get piped down. Um, you're going to get ignored in public when you believe you should not be ignored. Um, and you're going to end up sounding something like, where is it? Something like, oh, damn, where'd she disappear to? This, this is what and, You know, I see TikToks on here all the time that talk about, like, you know, pretty girls and how they're never approached. And it's true. Like, I was just out at a bar. Black men were there. None of them talked to my friends and I. All pretty girls, black girls, none. And it's like, people say, like, finding someone to have sex with you, to take you out to eat, to compliment you is not hard. I can go on these apps clearly and find someone that's ready to have sex with me tonight, right now, without even knowing my last name. Literally does not know if I've just had, just got rid of an STD yesterday, but is definitely willing to have sex with me right now. But finding someone that like is willing to check on me when I say I'm having a bad day, that's too much. And it's just so frustrating because it's like, I'm just myself. I don't know what else to do. Remember, they'll go from the young and dumb stage and every stage after that, they're going to be like, why, what's not, why it's not working? And then whatever they say, oh, they'll shame you. What? I don't know what else to do, ma'am. You're at the Hail Mary buzzer beater stage. You're at the point of no return. You've missed the boat. The good men have selected the good women. There's only 30% possible of good women left, and they're going to get snapped up relatively quickly. So now you have to depend on, oh, black men were there. Black men are desperate. Black men will take everything. Let's listen to her. I want you to listen. She said black men were there and didn't do anything, meaning I'm surprised. And, you know, I see TikToks on here all the time that talk about, like, you know, pretty girls and how they're never approached. And it's true. Like, I was just out at a bar. Black men were there. What What do black men were there? You mean simps or catfish of the dating landscape or Mr. I'll take anything was there. They didn't even talk to me. This is how they treat you guys, brothers. This is how they treat you. Black men will take anything. What? The black? Not even the black guys talk to you? <laughs> it's amazing because black men are known to step down, to lower their standard, to take anything, to say a woman supporting him when they're giving, when she's buying him $3,000 worth of gifts. My woman take care of me. She buys me Jordans on demand. As if you can't buy them on your own. I could go out and buy uh, boxes of boxes of Jordans right now. I don't need no woman to buy me no Jordans. But you do. And so now men aren't doing that anymore. What's going on? <laughs> what? Not even the black men. This is what she's saying. And it's crazy. You know why? Because psychologically, we know. Biologically, we know. You're a desperate you're in desperation mode. You're at the point of no return, ma'am. And white guys know this. Do you see high-level white guys? I mean, you will see it rarely. Do you see high-level white guys going, you know what? We'll overlook all of these red flags. I'll marry that woman. 
Again, we're saying they're the top of the food chain. We're talking about rich, wealthy white guys. The top of the food chain. They don't be like, hell no. They be like, hell no. Watch a white PUA, right? A white Chad PUA. Do they ever be crawling on the insides of women 35, 40, 45? The white PUAs have a strong line, 28, nothing less. They have a strong line of demarcation. Now, black PUAs will go all the way up, and they, they will run game on 40-year-olds. They'll take a picture with a 40-year-old and say, look, I'm running game on them. But white PUAs don't go for that. They'd be like, we ain't going for that. And now black guys are going, yeah, we're going to Columbia. Forget that. Now, even black dudes are going, now, now there's where the problem is. Now, the dynamics of the marketplace is changing because brothers and Latinos are going, nah, we ain't going for it either. Now you're having videos of people like this. I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group. But in my age group, I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby. See, she thinks in her dad's age group. So these 40, 50-year-old men, they love me. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll splash on your guts. She ain't got no man. She ain't got no man. So this is what happens here. I'll keep this point short. Um, the, 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 the preserved looks can help. This is when they use the miracle of modern science. Okay. Uh, the clock is going to strike midnight. Okay. For these women. Okay. And it's going to be all down here for many years, like 30 or 40 years. Cinderella, the bell of the ball clock is going to strike midnight and you're going to lose all your pretty dress, your makeup, your hair, all of that's going to be gone and be stripped down. You're going to hope somebody overlooks all this stuff and then you're going to shame us if we don't. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a scenario that keeps replaying itself and we're only seeing the problem get worse. Black men are traveling. Men are traveling. Men are discovering, hmm, I've been sold a bill of goods. Why would I go there? And unfortunately, if these people don't get it right, they got another 40 years Somebody says, look at her IG. She's a single mom with a white kid with a black boyfriend. I'm telling you, man, it's the, <laughs> what did I tell you? The catfish of the sea. Okay, biggest turnoffs. Biggest turnoffs. Attitude. Um, what kind of attitude? You know, snobby, bitchy type. Give me an example. Like, if you're sitting there complaining about everything. Okay. You know what I mean? That's just negative energy. Like, yeah. I mean, it, you complaining ain't gonna do me no good. Do you like black girls? Of course. And I'm just like, bitchy me. Attitude me. Complain a lot. Me. I guess I'm not his type. So you have unapologetic women like this. Well, because as long as she has a black man sipping for her, she thinks she has options. She ain't got no option. She she at the point in overturn. And she thinks she had, doesn't have to change. So these are the groups of women that are going to be like this, right? And sometimes black men, your problem is economics. Okay. And so this is why people treat you like this. This is why white liberal women treat you like this. This is why they think you'll take him at 228 pounds at five foot three white liberal women. He'll take me. I wish I had a clip of that. He'll take me. He likes me. All right. Uh, the reason why is they cause because they know you're broke. <laughs> That's why. Cause you are broke ninja. 
I guarantee you, if you got your money up, you wouldn't date them. These are all the guys. I like pogs. Okay, go get some money. Then hang out with men with money and see if they have pogs. It'll change your shit. It'll change your ish up real fast. See, this is what you have to do. Go get money. Then go hang out with people with money. Then bring your Paul girlfriend around. I bet you they're going to look at you like. <laughs> move to the suburbs. Move into a big, fancy, rich neighborhood. Behind a gated community. With your Pog girlfriend. They're going to be like, uh, is that your girl? <laughs> she looked like she need a personal trainer. <laughs> That's your girlfriend? Sheesh. You must have got her when you were broke. <laughs> they were like, good Lord. Take her to the. Take her to Fleming's and Mastro's. Walk in with that pog. <laughs> Walk in with that pog. They were like, you brought her to Fleming's? Mm. All right, let me stop here. Let's get over the show. Uh, let's get into the Super Chats. You can take her to the barbecue beef joint, but do not bring her. <laughs> Do not bring her around here. We got a damn reputation to damn uh, uphold around here. That girl big. She hang out with the wives. They all working out. They all lean, cut, and rip. They go jogging. They be like, hey, Tamika. Or if it's a, if it's a mud shark, hey, uh, Trina, we going to go run. Your Paul girlfriend eating ice cream. Run. No, nah, we ain't do that around here. My husband like me like this. My husband like me thick. I guarantee you, he stay in that neighborhood long enough. He gonna be like, mm. <laughs> Trisha. Hey, hey, Trisha. We're gonna go jogging and then we're gonna go hiking. Trisha sitting there eating bonbons. Hiking, nah. That's too much working out for me. Uh, She's going to be like, my husband likes me the way I am. I don't never have to worry about him leaving me. He likes me thick. Don't let him stay in that neighborhood long. He stay in that neighborhood long. He going to trade your ass in because you're going to bring down his status. And that's what matters, guys. That's what matters. Hang around some wealthy people. They'll change your ish up real quick. You'll be like, maybe I don't like big women no more. <laughs> All right, shout out to Xavier Sam. Vlad P says, there's too many tattoos. Hilarious says, uh, I believe that's how you pronounce it. He says, coach, I've been telling these 304s facts and age stats. They don't care. Unbelievable out here. Guys, don't, you guys realize you have an economics issue. It's the broke women that don't care. They still going to find a, they still going to find a desperate uh, guy. All right. Salem Dunning says, out here saving lives and giving me my vitamins daily. Divorced with two kids in the misandry of the New England court, I believe. 
for the Northeast court is insane. Stay safe and protect your future. Not the apex predator. Indeed, man. Indeed. Shout out to you, man. You'll figure it out. Everybody figures it out when they go through that divorce system. All right. Your boy Scoop says, just got my passport. Thanks for the motivation. Shout out to you. Have fun out here. M. Lavo says, coach, we are not doing last calls for these wannabe wifey chicks. Last call is smeared makeup and cheap drink smells after her bathroom fiascos. Yeah, you got to unpack a whole bunch of stuff, guys. By the time you get there, you got to get there. When, when it's last call time, you got to unpack a lot of stuff. And when you start unpacking, this is the point where you don't want to ask the hard questions because you really don't want the answers to them. Start asking her about her life at the last call years, 29, 36 to 36 and beyond. Ask her about her life. You're gonna hear answers that you're gonna hear answers that you don't want to hear. You're gonna be like, she's gonna tell you about all the times all her best got male friends that played in the NFL. And you're gonna be like, shit. You're like, damn, I'm coming after all that. She's gonna tell you about when she was backstage underage adolescence. She's going to tell you stories. She's going to be like, God dang. All right. I'd rather not unpack all of those. Those are questions I don't want to answer. Roderick Miller, shout out to you for sponsoring the day. Today's show. Gemini Writer says, I got money. Who? Uh, Mr. Speed says, Coach, I was hanging out on Fremont Street in Vegas last night and saw firsthand how these 49ers were shutting down the cold approach dudes. Hashtag free agent lifestyle. Why would you? Cold approach, guys, man. I'll tell you, man. Y'all in the wrong generation for that. It's it's crazy. And I think you guys, you guys got the wrong dudes out here cold approaching. All right. You you make it hard for yourself. If I was a cold approach guy, I would just keep the strategies to myself. I know you got to make a bag. I know you got to make a bag. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> but stop sending these goofballs out here ruining your message. Right, you sending these bums out here to try to run up on women playing the numbers game. They don't need no numbers game, they need to get their numbers up. All right, that's what they need to get. Go start, go get a job, go get a job, fellas. Stop running up on these women. You making you making it look bad for us, especially in Las Vegas. You know what you can get, dude. If you had a job. You can take 150 bucks and get what you want in T minus 20 minutes, deliver it right to your room. Nut busted. Now you back at the damn billiards table. <laughs> Not at the billiards. Now you back at the blackjack table gambling. Now you're at the nightclub enjoying your night, sipping drinks, sipping on white Russian, chicken the bins bumping. Yeah, you run it up on traveling pros. You run it up on women that are on girls' trips that had already been piped down. You run it up on women that are looking for high-status men, Chads and Tyrones. And here your bum butt coming up. Hey, baby, what you doing? How, yeah, man, just go sit down. Go stand at the craps table and act like you got some money, and then maybe one of these 304s will come up next to you clapping for you. Y'all doing it all wrong. I can't tell you how much many of you men are doing it wrong. It's about game. None of you got no damn game. I got more game than you, and I don't even be trying. <laughs> Everywhere I go, women be telling me they damn life story. I'm like, man, who are you? You straggled that. Get the hell away from me. 
I'll just be minding my own business. Hi, how you doing, sir? What? What the hell? You, why are you talking to me? <laughs> you need some money here. Jeez, here we go. I got money. No game having ass. I'll just be sitting back. Dude, look. Climb the ladder. Get some leverage. Mature. Feel out a little bit. Get your bird chest. Put some muscle on your bird chest. Y'all approach anything, too. I'll just be like. Y'all approach cougars, gilfs, uh, bow-legged chicks, cockeyed, buck-toothed. Not need <laughs> anybody counts. Anybody, anybody. It's just about the numbers. It's a number game. Guys, there's not that many attractive women on earth. Not to be running up to them, approaching them. I I, I guys, there's not that many attractive women on earth. If you want attractive women, just get your wallet and bust it open. <laughs> I mean, good. And then the the middle ground women, they practice. The attractive women are for, for, for sale. There's a price to pay. Yes, there is. There, there's a price to pay. You're going to have to pay some price. It may not be cash, but there's a price to pay to be with attractive women. 100%. It's either money, energy, attention, or time. You're going to have to put a whole bunch into her to get it. Cold approach ain't going to work. Not your goofy ass. All right, so sit your ass down and get your money game up. Go get your economics up. Go get your status up. Get your fitness game up. Improve your looks. Get a haircut. Trim your beard. Go run a lap. Do some push-ups. Stuff will start age. Get up the economic ladder, and stuff will start looking easier. Because no matter what, if you get one of your economic, if you get one of your statuses up, women are going to start looking very ugly and fast. This is why men that are at the top of the food chain select only the best-looking women. They can't even see themselves walking up to a cockeyed, bug-eyed person. They can't see it. They're like, they're like, talk to that 45-year-old cougar? Not I. You know why? They're used to dealing with top-tier women. They can't even see themselves. But you, Mr. Low Budget, you, Mr. I don't spend money on women. You walk up to these women because there are options for you. I, it's sad, but I've been there, bro. I stopped going into the crypt, the cemetery in the crypt. I stopped, I stopped going to the barbecue joints to pick up women. I stopped because I just look at it and go, it's a waste of time. I'll go over here to the junior college. This is what I prefer. This is what I prefer. Now, I do have some people that come off the bench. But they always be there. And they are always nice. They're always going to be. They know their lane. I don't have to pick up on them. I don't have to text them. They'll chime in. Hey, I want to see you. Okay. How about next Friday? You know what I'm saying? Or how's next Tuesday? How's Tuesday in 10 days from now? Oh, yes. Okay. Then I can. I'll never be going into the dollar store picking up girls in the 99 cent store. Hey, here's a target. Hi, baby. I'm going to run game on you. Never. I'm never on Fremont. I'm never on the Vegas Boulevard picking up women in Vegas. Never. I stay in the Venetian top floor and then I 
have my appointment. I got money. And it's somebody from the junior college. Highly selected, good reputation, gym hats on. My jewels are locked in a safe. I meet her. <laughs> I don't go to Vegas and just walk down the street, the strip. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, she got good reviews. Millionaire dudes be like, oh, Sally. Oh, man, Sally will show you a good time. You know what I mean? Y'all be pulling up in the drive-thru. Oh, baby, hey, what's your name? Never at the drive-thru. Never. I will never pick up a broad at the drive-thru. I won't even waste my breath. Waste my breath. This girl going to have to say, can I roll with you? What can I do? She would have to jump in my car. All right, I guess we doing this. <laughs> Hell no. Anyway, some guys don't have no standards, man. Mr. Glucose says, shout out, coach. I did a video about simps out here. And simps is real. Simps is real. Tito Smile says Fresh and Fit just did a podcast with Brittany Renner, and instead of keeping their mask in the frame, Frank Castle energy, they let her disrespect them. I haven't seen the video so, to comment on it, but uh, typically people do that. You know, they talk, I don't know, they talk all that, and it, but Brittany Renner has that effect on people. You know what I mean? I can't tell you what I would do with her in public. I mean, when, I mean in person. Uh, but, you know, maybe they had to play nice. I haven't seen the video, so I can't say. T. T-Bone Steak says, I'll catch the replay, coach. Just got home paying my ties. Hashtag nasty boys. He says, my girl just stopped. Just said, stop listening to that dirty grandpa. Where's you at, baby? Bring your ass over here, girl. You know what I would do to you. I got money. <laughs> but that's your girl. I won't do that. I won't do that. He says, never live. He says, never live the. He says, never live the free agent lifestyle, men. All right. That's what she wants. That's what she says. Bring her over here. I'll tell her what to do. I got money. And you'll like it, too. I got money. And you'll like it. Hey, don't be upset with her. She did the same thing that anybody else in her position would have done. She did the same thing that you would have done. She had her price, just like each and every one of you have your price. That's right. <laughs> Ross Timmons says, have you seen the birth rate lately? Elon Musk calling for people, uh, possible societal collapse. How do you think it will play out? I, yep, I talked about that. Guys, they're late to the game. The Pope is signaling this. Guys, it's not doomsday. You guys have been thinking I was black pill in doomsday. I've been telling you we're headed. The ship is sinking. I was like, we're we're past the point of no return. These women run around here talking. They want six figure guys and they want to marry him. And I, I'm like, oh, we in trouble. We want six foot six figure. I was like, and these women are 20, 29, 30, 32, 36. Oh, I refuse. I'll go. I'll I'll do bad all by myself. What men don't. I'm sorry. What women don't realize, unfortunately, and I'll never try to convince them of this. If you miss the boat. If you miss the boat on this. It's curtains for you for 40 plus years. It's curtains. Now you're going to have fun. I'm not saying you're going to be lonely, but you're going to have to smuggle a lot of salami. 
By the time you hit 55, menopause is going to kick in and you ain't going to want it. You're just going to be that granny that be on TikTok. I don't need no boyfriend. There's a lot of men that want me, but I just don't need no boyfriend. You're going to be that one. It's going to be a lot of nights out, a lot of wasted energy, a lot of STD. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be a fumbled up mess for the last 40 years of your life. Now, men don't have that problem. Yeah, the I know my worth. I can do bad all by myself. Your last 40 years are going to be miserable. I'm telling you, it's going to be lonely at the top. To me, actually means the diet don't work for you the same. It's going to be a mess, but y'all don't see it coming. <laughs> you don't see it coming at all. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. But, but for men, men simply have to keep building, and their last 40 years are completely different. Our worst years are our first 20 years. That's, that's just how it works. Once we turn like 14, from 14 to 28 is a disaster. That's where we pay all holy hell. You get past that, shit. Your last 40 years could be, woo. All right, last ones, and we got to get out of here. Uh, Joe Barboza, 15 years ago, women uh, did not talk to me. Here we go. He says, now they will try to talk to me. They will bring me cookies. It is amazing how the roles change, specifically past the age of 35. It is like, and all you have to do is be marginally successful, not six figures, marginally in shape. Marginally can put two uh, apart, marginally can string a sentence together. And then you have to leave straggle daggles alone. There are women between the ages of 35 and 50 that will throw themselves at you. They'll, they'll talk to you. They'll come up and talk to you. And if you will go there, it, it's, it's like layups. I have no problem in that category. But for me, sometimes I can't stomach it. Sometimes they'll catch me on the, uh, they'll catch me lacking. And I was like, all right, I'll let her come over 42 years old. But then what'll happen is this is what happens. Not only can I not stomach the physical stuff that I see once the clothes start coming off, the life, her life starts to unravel in front of me. And I realize this person's on their last leg. I'm like, this person is literally done with life. I mean, she's, she's, a, she's a flat tire away from being in bankruptcy. Living with parents, living with roommates, two kids, uh, uh, you know, overworked, underpaid. Student loan debt, debt, debt up to their eyeballs. That's what, yeah, th when they start talking about their life, you just be like, oh. That's when I really go, oh, man. It gets ugly. And don't go past 50 because, you know, I'm 46. So every now and then, 50, 52, and then I go there, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, Jesus, get this woman away from me. Oh, not only is the physical bad, the whole damn history is I'm like, she has nothing to offer. She gone. <laughs> so you guys will realize that. And then that's why I go. It's just better to go pay for what I want to get and, and get rid of the headache. Big Nah, shout out to you. He says, you the man, CGA. Don't forget to strap up while at the junior college. I got money. By the way, those women will let you run guts without no gym hat. And it's scary. So <laughs> protect yourself. Those women come off, they, the junior college girls come over and they'll let you run the guts with no hat.
they don't say nothing. Half of them will say something. Half of them will say nothing. I'm like, don't you want to put that hat on? Oh, yeah. Woo. Be careful out there. Be careful. And some of them trying to get knocked up. I mean, be careful out there, brothers. All right. We got to get out of here, man. We got to get out of here. Uh, I didn't mean anything negative to anyone. I love everybody. I love everybody. Stay strapped up. Uh, protect yourself out here. Protect your seed. Protect your meat. That's what I want you guys to understand out here. Anyway, uh, we played enough videos for the day. I'll play this on the I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man.